Hello, I'm Jordan B. White. I've seen a million horror movies. And I'm Stefan Lawrence, and I've seen some. Together, we're going to watch some of the most iconic horror movies of all time. And I'll be watching them from between my fingers. Horror fanatic meets scaredy cat for the ultimate binge watch. This is Nature Trail the Hell. Hello, everyone. My name is Jordan D. White. I am a comic book editor over in New York. And I am Stefan Lawrence. I'm a theme park designer in sunny, but today rainy, Southern California. Oh. And uh, welcome to... I almost said Detection Chainsaw Massacre. That's not right. To Nature welcome to, to your doom. <laughs> welcome to you being chainsawed to death with a no. chainsaw. Welcome oh, to dying. Goodness, goodness gracious. Um, welcome to Nature Trail to Hell. Yeah, this is the the the... Well, I, I don't know. The high concept has slipped a little bit in that we're now watching the movie that I haven't seen as, again. Um, but I'm a giant horror buff. He's just branching out into horror. It's I, so I, I am. It's I'm true-ish. still watching through my fingers. I mean, quite, <laughs> especially with the first couple in the series, I was extremely trepidatious. I now feel confident in that uh, uh, nothing could be worse than the, than the first two movies for me in terms of oh. like like being gross and scary. So we'll see what happens. Oh, wow. If my I confidence series... is misplaced. Yeah, I hope the series can make you regret that. That would be great. Right, where I'm like, oh, That's... all of a sudden, no, I feel uncomfortable again. <laughs> I mean, you, you've you've experienced, you've watched all the, I think, the Nightmare on Elm Street movies, right? Yes, I have watched all those. I think I've mentioned this before, but multiple times in my life, I have watched um, the the seven that existed at the time when this happened, when I watched them, uh, in a row, in one day. And at least one of those times, uh, what's so much fun about it uh, was watching it with people who hadn't seen them. When the movies get goofier and goofier and less scary and less scary, uh, all the way up through Freddy's Dead, when shit, Freddy is just about as not scary as you could possibly get. Right. And then you put on New Nightmare and they end the movie marathon going, what the heck? <laughs> <laughs> is this a universal experience for Have you done this multiple times? Yeah. I have done it more than once. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And that is what has happened. And it's been a blast. That's, I love that, New that Nightmare. Is... That's the thing. New Nightmare is my second favorite nightmare movie for sure, which I know is controversial because a lot of people say, what about three? I like three a lot. New no, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a four guy myself. Oh, get out of here. Oh, yeah. I'm a four all the way. I love four. I thought Better four... than three? Oh, I, I look, three was pretty good, but I thought four was, uh, was my jam. Uh, for for weeks, I, I found it super entertaining and enjoyable. You love Freddy lo- coming back by dog pee. That's yeah, yes, yes, I did. Let That's how he say, comes back to life—a absolutely. flaming dog pee. That's delightful for me. I thought that was weird and cool. I thought I thought four was a lot of fun. Big big fan. I four to me marks four is the I, I like I like four. Four is a good movie, but four I can like point to the moment in four where i go okay the series has jumped the shark um and it's the moment and you're gonna say i love that moment and you're right too it's a it's a fun moment but it's also the place where i'm like it's all downhill from here because the series is over um when freddie is out on a beach in bright sunlight wearing sunglasses oh well that whatever i didn't care about that okay (laughs) well some people really like that scene that's fine but I'm just I like not that's like a, that scene. Well, that's that fine. represents to me the moment where it's like it's over. Exactly, exactly. He is now just cool. He is not a frightening thing at all anymore. He's just a, you're right. He's Spuds McKenzie. Exactly. He's a mascot rather than a a fright. 
I mean, but that, doesn't that happen with every horror franchise yes. the longer it goes, right? It becomes like a thing that I know, not a thing that I'm scared of. Right, it hap- It I'm yes. sure it ha- right it happens with Chucky. It happens with Jason. Well, right? Chucky is interesting because Ch- Chucky is weird because he's like a doll. So I'm like to some extent, I don't know if everybody is scared of him from moment moment one. But hopefully, we'll get to those movies because okay. I know I yeah. really like those movies, and I know you haven't seen them. Um, I mean, Jason. Obviously, it happened to Jason, and but that's the thing. Uh, jumping the shark when it was a concept that was really popular, which I know nobody cares about it anymore for the last 20 years. So I'm, I'm being old. Um, but like, it was an inevitable thing. It's not like there's a lot of things that go the whole distance and go, Nope, they were just getting better the whole time. And they never dropped off. It's like, no, most of the time they drop off. Right. There's very few exceptions. Right. I think like, right. you know, you could argue probably either way, but like, I think <clears throat> like the Beatles had a good run. <laughs> oh, so no, the beat. Yeah. The Beatles, I don't know that they jumped the shark. You're no, right. I think they, they were pretty solid all the way through. Right. right, Which is, right. And, and, and but, is one of those things where you go to the beginning and the songwriting is good. It's not as complicated or whatever, but it's still quality, right? They started solid and they ended solid. They have a good Some run. people might say they have some wobbles in there. And I've sure. heard people, I've heard people surprisingly be critical of albums at some points. Um, um, I mean, the Yellow Submarine album is probably the the weakest album. of them. No, and and same with like Magical Mystery Tour has its things. But even on those albums, you still have things that are stone cold like forever yeah. classics, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, their worst album. There are like three forever classics on each one of those. Right, right, right. Yeah. So they're written, amazing. They're amazing. Yeah. Uh, I, can I can I give you my, while we're while we're talking Beatles? Okay, like every we're, horror movie, people. Off track. I'm going to be controversial. Here's my controversial Beatles take. Okay, I'm just not that into Revolver. Like it's good. All Beatles albums are good, but it's not even very close to my top of my list. And it's That's, been called like the best that, rock album of all time Nancy, because multiple people call it the best album of all time. And See, I'm like, it's yeah, okay. I think sensible people can disagree on that. I enjoy Revolver. I think, sure, of course. It, I think, I think it's the, got good stuff on it. But I put it under. I will still probably drop $200 for the Super Deluxe Edition that just came out. <laughs> the Super Deluxe. Wow. Well, because it, you know, it's got all the stuff on it. No, of course. I, I Well, I've been getting the, the MP3 versions of all those, the like extreme ones, but I haven't mm-hmm. been getting like the vinyl versions of like all the extras. Like, I don't feel like I need. No, you, 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 <laughs> you get vital every, everything else. <laughs> right, right. Well, I, albums I like. Anyway, no, I'd put it, I, but I'd put Revolver under uh, a White Album, under Sgt. Pepper, under Abbey Road. I'd probably put it under Rubber Soul, which I know is not. No, Rubber Soul is great. I love Rubber Soul. I think it's better than Revolver. Anyway, so there you are. Uh, here, uh, let me transition back to Texas Chainsaw for is a it second. Possible? Which. It's possible with something that I was thinking about uh, the other day. Because <laughs> which I, one? Which of the Beatles is the Leatherface? Uh, right, that's what you're right. Say, right? W- which which one is uh, Drayton? <laughs> no, clearly, clearly, George Harrison is Drayton. We all know that. Um, but which one is W E? That's what I want to know. I think I think that's actually Brian Epstein. Um, <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. That's how that's how that works. Um, no, what I was say. So I also collect uh, sound movie soundtracks on vinyl of all different sorts, and so I have a minor collection of those as a subsection of my larger record collection. Uh, and I was thinking of what a horrible 
album any of these Texas Chainsaw soundtracks would be to listen to. No, no. Oh, you're talking about scores. I'm talking about scores. I'm right, I was going to no, say, no, no, I, like, it, the, like, the actual I, soundtrack to two the was actual, good. <laughs> what's that? No, I mean, the actual soundtrack, right? I think actually, especially two, oh man, all yeah. over it. And number yeah. three is like super dumb metal soundtracks. So and that probably would be fun as well. I have some really super dumb ones in my collection. Like the Iron Eagle 2 soundtrack uh, is fantastic. It is full of the dumbest, horniest rock songs. Uh, <laughs> it is it is so uh, just kind of juiced up on, yeah, ladies, we love ladies. Every song is like that. Um, I was listening to the Running Scared soundtrack yesterday. Delightful. Wonderful. Shine Sweet Freedom. No, oh, it's like seven minutes long. That's but long. A, But the actual soundtrack, the score to the Texas Chainsaw movies, has got to be well nigh unlistenable. It, it's just all drones and yelps and, and throbs. It sounds it like sounds like it would be uh, an unpleasant listen. Texas Chainsaw soundtrack. Let's see if it comes up. Okay, this looks like I think this is this must be the remake. Uh, yeah, this is from 2000. So I think that's the remake. Let's see. But especially the first movie is just all just discordant noise and ambient like uh, humming. Uh, yeah, I don't see anything. I don't see. It doesn't look like Amazon has a, a proper soundtrack for the original. Wait, 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 wait. No, I mean, that is a little Netflix bit surprising if, right. that, if, if that is true, right? I, I don't see one. Um, I see but, stuff from the, the 2000 version. Uh, and here's the Leatherface theme from Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3. Piano the solo. Leatherface theme. Apparently. But I cannot. I'm not seeing uh, the main one. Hmm. At least I'm not right so now. surprised John Williams never was asked to come <laughs> score one of these. Doing a I bunch of beautiful late motifs for I, That's uh, for what I was about face. to say. I couldn't tell you a... The closest Stre- thing stretches I, I theme. Could, yeah, the closest thing I could give you from the soundtrack would have been like <laughs> that, that sound yeah. at the beginning oh, of the first film. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, so a lot, lot of things to distinguish those first two movies at least, but music not necessarily one of them. Anyway. But uh okay, so all that is to say is that we are now here, uh we're arriving at uh the fourth uh movie in the series. Uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, The Next Generation, which is one of the laziest movie titles I think I've ever well, heard. Well, let, let's see what you think about this, because uh, right before we started recording, I was giving a look of confusion and you were wondering why. And I said, I better save it for the podcast, because what happened was I was trying to look this movie up on uh, the app that I use. No, it's not a sponsor. Uh, Just Watch, which is the mm-hmm. app I use to, to find what things are streaming on. So I was like, yep. how am I going to watch this tonight? Uh, and I put in Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the next generation, and it's not coming up. And I'm like, well, oh. why isn't it coming up? And then I look and I'm like, wait, there's the poster. What the heck is this? Uh, they have it listed under a different name. All right. So, so what are they? Wikipedia, what are they? Okay. It says Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the next generation originally released as the return of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Oh, OK. Which is what it's listed under on Just Watch. Okay, Even so though it's... when you click on the links to like go watch it, it's listed as Texas Chainsaw Massacre: The Next Generation everywhere else. That is confusing. Yes, 
Um, I mean, it, that hap- that happens a lot, right? You get like movies that come out under different names, and it turns out it doesn't really matter what it's called, right? It, like, like it, what was I like? Uh, you know, things will be called different things in different territories and different, right? So, yeah, brain, brain dead, uh, dead alive. I, I always saw dead alive as dead alive, but in most non-US countries, I think it was called brain dead. Peter Jackson's amazing splatter zombie comedy. Brain dead. That's also a good name. Yeah, yeah. It, but there was it's, a, it's catchier than dead alive. It is, although apparently, uh, I don't know if this is why or not, but there was an, a movie uh, also called Brain Dead in America, an America, American horror film, which starred the amazing combo of Bills, Paxton, and Pullman. Oh. In the same film. Wait, wait, wow. I know. Isn't that weird? Like, I, That is crazy. I never, they, they get confused all the time, but. Uh, I'd never seen them in a Who film together. Who confuses those two? They're, they're just two, two they're Bill Pees. Just... No, because people will just say oh, the wrong that name. Okay. Yes, right. that, that's, that's pretty straightforward. <laughs> All right. Fair, fair, fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, actually, okay, so so actually, my, my favorite uh, alternate movie title, uh, remember the movie Wild Things? Uh, uh, with with which... the, the Nev Campbell and... Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. Uh, Denise Bacon. Richardson, I believe. Denise Richardson, yep. So I was in France at the time when that movie came out in France. Uh, and, uh, there the movie is called sex crimes. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah. That's accurate. Well, I can't remember. I don't know. I don't know if they commit any crime. sex crimes, but it, but it's definitely not wild things. <laughs> That's great. That's yep. pretty funny. All right. Uh, all right. Uh, so so this movie, nothing about this movie. So well, now, uh, you know, two things that it, I know two things. It, it is it, a return. It, finally, it returns. <laughs> but see, actually, I, I'll tell you. You can make fun of Texas Chainsaw Massacre: The Next Generation because, well, it's sensible to make fun of it. It's basically a joke title, um, making a reference. Is it? You don't know? Yeah, come on! It's to Star Trek: The Next Generation. Obviously, it, it came out in '95, oh, which is, I guess, but that doesn't seem like much of a good joke. No, it's not a good joke, but it's, it's but it's everything is called. You know, you have Saved no. by the Bell: The Next Generation. <laughs> Also, after Star Trek, sure. Did Star Trek do Next Generation first? I, I, I it's very possible. I, I think just, it I did. just the yes. thought didn't occur to me. It's let's okay. Look. Let's look. I, I put uh, Next Generation into the same uh, category as Takes Manhattan. I think so. Who took Manhattan first? Well, that well, that's we had that discussion around your favorite movie, Part Eight, uh, in which we uh, have evidently included that the Muppets took Manhattan first. Like that's what and, I thought, and yeah. then Jason took it. Uh, but my assumption was that it was just a common phrase. Did Star Trek come up with Next Generation as a as a yeah I, as I a conceit? So. I think oh, so. Okay. Yes. Okay. I mean, that's certainly the first time I ever heard it, and then and then after that, I mean, I ha- I have never heard of a thing called blah 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 the next generation from before Until, that. Okay. Um, it's possible it's out there, and I'm just 100 percent wrong. Uh, but it's certainly the one that popularized it. Like, can I tell you something real dumb? I just saw a TikTok. Was it a TikTok? Yeah, it was a TikTok the other day saying that that it is believed that. Do you know the the rap, the terrible rap thing of my name's Jordan and I'm here to say I yeah, like yeah. horror movies in a major way? People were, Yeah, the, the trope. Yeah, they yeah, did the a research trope. into where did that come from, and they believe it's from a Fruity Pebbles commercial <laughs> that popularized <laughs> well, that format. I, I'm familiar. I'm familiar <laughs> with that that very particular that very specific Fruity Pebbles commercial. 
So because, sometimes things come from weird Barney, places. I think yep. right, Barney wears like a big old chain and is like a <laughs> pretend rapper. And he dazzles Fred into giving him his fruity pebbles right, with right. his skills. Exactly. So it's possible that, and of course, but it like, it was inspired by like this snippet from this thing and this snippet from that thing. So it's possible that next generation was, a, was uh, some existed as a phrase, obviously existed as a phrase, but you know what I mean? Was used but as a that. piece of entertainment. Phrase. As a popular, yeah. it, it certainly was most popularized here, I think, or at least in the modern era. Um, so to me, anytime so another show in 95, which is, that is, uh, Eight years after the first <laughs> Star right, Trek Next Generation right when show it ended. came out. Yeah, right. Oh, yeah, yeah. And right, and right around that time. Um, that's when they decided to make this very current joke. I'll give you this. The Breakfast Club poster that the that part two used, that yeah. at least was was very current at the time. I mean, joke joke might not have been the right word. Reference. like just Or, or just I, like, ironic appellation. Sure, sure. And like, I am assuming it is not inaccurate. It is probably another generation. Yes, my assumption is that it accurately reflects it especially when you find out it was released as the return of the Chexos chainsaw massacre which as a phrase is gibberish well it's the it's the return of the texas chainsaw massacring the random you know, massacring that, that is happening make, in texas that would make slightly more sense if it ended with massacring yes but you the return of the massacre does not the massacre has come to town everybody right. no that's it's back it, it, honestly if they called it return to the texas chainsaw massacre i'd be like Got it. That makes way more sense. So the idea that they replaced well, that with Next Generation makes me 100% think they definitely are the Next Generation. And somebody made that joke going, it's like Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the Next Generation. And they were like, that's actually a better title. And I bet you people will see it. Be more likely to rent that movie than Return. Well, fair, I suppose. That's, that's um, my assumption. I'm reading into it. I'm, I'm very curious then if Leatherface belongs to this Next Generation of Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Or if he is like uh, aging out of the generation and he is the old uncool guy. Well, that's a good point because, how, I mean, with, well, we don't get a, a good look at his face, obviously, uh, in the first one. But this is what? How old, how old is he? <laughs> 20 years later, like about. So 95, 74. Yeah, it's 20, 20 years after the first one. So, you know, he, he's getting up into middle age. He's probably having some joint pain was, in the morning. You think he was like 20 something? 20, 25, maybe. I, like, I really don't know. It's it's very hard to tell. It's very I mean, he has tell. a very childlike demeanor. Yes, but he still has that. The murderous <laughs> 15 streak. 15 years later. Yeah. Uh, so it's he like... hasn't matured out of <laughs> right. his murdering phase. So I'm saying he could he could easily have been. I mean, whatever. He could have been 40 in the first movie. Uh, who and knows? we would we would not know because he has the the secret to eternal youth is cutting off somebody else's face and putting it on yours. <laughs> You're only as you, young as the face you on the outside. Look so young. <laughs> well, here's another question that I actually had. This is this is relevant. Uh, how long do you think a face lasts? Oh, great question. Uh, no, I would assume not very long. Um, no, well, it's not like it's not like they're tanning it or drying it. He is literally cutting it off their face and then putting it directly on his face. Yeah, yeah, we know As that we because she literally movie. says in the second one, it's wet. Yeah, <laughs> it's wet. It it, that's the grossest line. It's so <laughs> gross. It's wet is such a gross phrase. Because he is, he is hanging up the other strips that he... Right. Cuts off of uh, for later that guy whose name I've forgotten already. Well, T G L G L G L G L G because of the because of the tech company. Yes, 
Life is good, except for when you're getting peeled. <laughs> it's still better than the alternative. So, <laughs> so yeah, he's because he is hanging up those strips for whatever later use. So maybe sometimes he does. Maybe he dries and cures it, I suppose. But I can't imagine they last very long, even like under the best circumstances, because he's using it a lot. It's not like he's being careful with it, right? He's, he's wearing it all the time, right? Yeah. He wears it even when he's like in private. Puts makeup on it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Takes. Like I mean, they, I mean, and so it's probably like he just takes a new face whenever he needs one, I suppose. But maybe a couple of weeks. Oh, that's yeah. But and also, well, he probably. I mean, he he worked in a slaughterhouse, so he's used to it. The smell, you mean? Yeah, I was gonna say like it's it, probably it pretty gross. Yeah, I know yeah. it's probably it's probably not great. Ugh. It's not going to be a lifestyle choice that I'm going to adopt. <sighs> well, me neither. I'm just so, you know, never say never. I suppose. I. uh I did, uh, I did see one other fact about okay. this movie, um, which I don't God, think we're this gonna, is we're a, gonna know too much. No, no, it's not about what happens in the movie though. This is a <laughs> this is a production thing. This is a thing okay. you would easily know if you were just aware of horror media before the movie came out. Yeah, written and directed by Kim Henkel, co-creator oh, the, of the uh, co-creator, you're right yes. from from the first one. Wrote wrote the first one with uh, Toby Hooper. Yes. Yes, right. yes, wrote the first one, and so uh, wrote and directed this one. So, so it's really, a return to form as well as a return to the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Let's hope so. Let's, let's hope see what so. happens. Well, it could, it's 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 so weird to me the time jumps that this series is doing versus the time jumps that the Friday the Thirteenth series did, right? In which it was every single year like clockwork. There was another movie, and in this one we have gone from seventy four to eighty six to ninety, and now ninety five. Uh, it's kind of bananas how quickly it feels like we're moving through time. Yeah, it just uh, it really does jump jump through. Um, because because they, this series can't get it. It's it, it can't seem together. to get its engine going. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, well, because because the, the first one was made. I mean, again, we all we all recognize the first one was an art film. It wasn't. It it ended up making a lot of money. Uh, like a lot of money, especially return on investment wise. Um, but it was, it was an art film. It it wasn't meant to be, this is a giant a franchise yeah, horror yeah. movie. Yeah, exactly. And not that, that it was, one, and that wasn't even a thing at the right, time. Right. It wasn't even a thing, um, but it wasn't even meant to be like a, a studio. Well, blockbusters weren't a thing either, but like a studio big release. Like it was like, this is a crazy movie. Um, uh, and then the second one, is it like a weird hybrid of like still Try, trying to be a slick studio release on some level, but then also wanting to have this weird gonzo heart. Yeah. And I think, again, I think it, it pulls it off pretty good. It's not the same kind of movie and it doesn't achieve quite what the first one did, but it's, it's, uh, it was, it, it was fun to watch. Yeah. And then the third one was a hundred percent slick studio it's film product it's just and, product and garbage yes. <laughs> garbage product and you will be shocked to learn uh this next film is not made by new line okay who, new line who really, made who, that one movie and went and they were like nah Ugh. No, yeah, no thanks. It it did, so bad. It did. It didn't even do well. No, right? No, it made like five million or something like that. It was not. It was not a huge success. That third one. So it did not. So so as a result, uh, I, it uh, this is let's see. It's distributed by uh, Cinepix Film and uh, Columbia Pictures. 
but I think that's just distribution. I don't think they that Columbia produced it. Hmm. Um, and 95 is a strange time. I mean, I remember movie going in 95. I mean, it was in that middle of the shift, like Pulp Fiction had already happened, which sort of ushered in the sort of like big indie boom, cooler movies, different types of things. Um, and, you know, I think it's it's a, it's, a, it's a weird time, but then you still get sort of like super slick stuff alongside, right? You're sort of shaking off the vestiges of the 80s while still not quite there in the sort of the 90s or the edgy late 90s either. So I don't know. So far, and like... I... <laughs> We're three movies in at this moment because we we haven't watched this one yet. Um, so far, I do feel like they're all kind of a step down. Uh, yes, I would. So, I, would I would agree. So far, so far, this puts this movie series in the realm of the Halloween series, where where I've said recently, like I feel like the first one is so good that every other movie kind of at least a little bit takes away from it, if not a right. lot takes away from it. Whereas Friday the Thirteenth. The first movie is like, again, fine. disposable popcorn. Yeah. It's it's yeah. fun, but like, the movies are adding to it because again, as we, as you experienced, the things that are most famous about that series don't even happen for God, multiple. I was so movies. mad about that. I'm so mad a that I didn't know that. <laughs> so like, obviously, the second one added to it by introducing Jason as the killer. The third one added to it by giving him his most iconic look. The fourth one added to it by being the best one ever by made. Being actually, a really good movie. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yes. Um, so like they plussed it up every time because we start in a bad place. Whereas this series, we again, we started really good. Um, so and then see. oh, and right, well, we'll see. Well, well, how about? I, I'm dying now to actually take a look and see what this actually looks like. So let's uh, let's go ahead and watch the trailer uh, because I cannot wait to see where this goes next. Okay, let's let's check it out. Here we go. Okay. Each of us has known the fear of being alone, lost in the darkness. Faced with the unknown. But there is one fear shrouded in our past. Lost in our subconscious. That should never have been forgotten. A fear so deep. It cuts to the bone. The American legend returns. To bring you back to the cutting edge of terror. Welcome to my world. Hello, you got, huh? Don't you ever touch me? If you're gonna kill me, then do it. Matthew McConaughey of A Time to Kill. Renee Zellweger of Jerry Maguire. Are you having fun here? <laughs> Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the next generation. If looks could kill, he wouldn't need a chainsaw. Okay. <laughs> Oh, all sorts of things I did not know there. Wow, yeah. I gotta assume that Renee Zellweger, 
who I did not know was in this movie, uh, made this film this movie before Jerry Maguire. And the timing just happened to work out for the trailer that they got to say that she's from Jerry Maguire. Yeah, I, I think I cannot so. imagine this is the project you choose after you do Jerry Maguire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure you're right. I'm pretty sure you're right that they they ended up holding it back. Uh, yeah, here we go. Here we go. Um, oh, my gosh. All right. Well, again, uh, this is okay. The The film was released in 1995 in Japan. Okay. It was released in America uh-huh. in 1997. In 97? Re-edited and retitled. So the retitling happened between its original release in Japan and its theatrical it, so, release in America. Oh, boy. This this must be a really good movie. For hey, you know that, what? That, 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 <laughs> that's Don't judge it. Don't judge I, no, it. I, I Some am, of though. the best movies were released in Japan. Yes, I know. No, they, were they, released, had suffered from, like, I mean, the biggest one, of course, in my opinion, being Brazil, which I adore. Uh-huh notoriously the studios did not want to release but even if you go into just the horror movies that are really fun cabin in the woods sat on a shelf for like two years oh i do love that movie yeah it's a great movie yeah it's a good movie so it could it could be good it could be good let's not give up on it all right i'm not giving giving up quite yet (laughs) though i feel like they showed me a lot of things in this trailer they did i feel like uh if I was expecting a text style reveal of, oh, is that the bad guy? Uh, I don't think I'm going to get that because clearly they wanted me to know everything in the trailer. This also looks like a movie with three people in it. Yeah, well, they, they, so, okay, yeah. As far as Matthew McConaughey as the bad guy, um, I'll tell you, we were just in the previous film. I mean, I wouldn't say ripping on Viggo Mortensen because it wasn't that extreme, but we were commenting on that. He's like a good looking dude. And like, I don't know, like he didn't quite 100 percent work for me as one of the crazy family. But in from the oh, two no, seconds bet, we saw, I, I'm like, yep, I I'm bet in. You, I bet you <laughs> Matthew McConaughey Matt. is going to be perfectly crazy and batshit nuts. <laughs> I, I have no doubt. He, he he does seem very Texas, too. Yes. Um. Yeah. So, so we we clearly have some sort of bride situation here. This is a horrible wedding. Yeah, something weird. Day yeah, or something Renee Zellweger is in a crazy outfit of some sort. Um, and there was the part of her like like beating him back, like 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 hitting him, which is like really ballsy for uh, for folks in in this series. Uh, there's usually a lot more screaming and running away and less and being back. tied to chairs and yep, just yep, being yep. like stuck on a chair for a long time. Yeah. Um, um, well, I can't remember the trailer heavily into the uh, Leatherface being with his cross dressing tendencies yes. in the in this trailer. Yes. Cl- clearly, we'll see how um, that goes. We'll see how which, that goes. Um, which I'm sure won't be offensive at all. Um, um, here, here's the thing: I can't remember the trailer for two. Um, trailer trailer for two was um, it, it it had a lot of clips in it, right? I, I remember well, the, the, the one one I remember is of uh, Leatherface standing on the truck, going rah. Right, but the thing that I'm drawn to here is that this is two movies in a row that kind of relating to what you were saying about how this series keeps jumping through time two movies in a row where the trailers at least begin going like oh you don't know what this is for you don't know what kind of trailer this is it it's just oh it's just something weird and then guess what it's texas chainsaw massacre ha 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 um you forgot about that didn't you um and so it is fun very funny to me that like yeah everybody keeps forgetting about it (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and, it's, and it returns. The American, the American legend returns. <laughs> Makes it sound like it's a wrestler, which, 
which I get. You know what? Honestly, Leatherface kind of is a wrestling character. If he if Leatherface wasn't a horror movie icon, Leatherface would be a perfectly good like pro wrestler. Yeah, that would work. You know what? I'm actually shocked that that hasn't happened. Uh, not with Leatherface specifically, but like that we haven't had like horror icons in. Why WWE. is there not like horror wrestling where you have like Jason slugging it out Absolutely. like versus Leatherface? That would be amazing. Or, but even if not, even if not just a horror league, I mean, like, how is it that they haven't done like Jason like in, in WWE? He just shows up at WrestleMania and they're like, we'll and take on Jason being very good at wrestling. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. I mean, he he has a lot of physical prowess. Yeah, yeah. But Leatherface would be great too. No, you know what? Obviously, Jason would be better because Leatherface is a little too clumsy. Right, but he but, stumbles around like a right. like a dolt a lot. When Jason, Jason, at least again, he's never shown to be that intelligent. But at the very least, he's very direct and skilled to the point. Yes, 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 yes. He doesn't. He doesn't. He doesn't bungle things much. Whereas Leatherface <laughs> kind of bungles things. Why Leatherface is just doing the best he can, man. I understand. I'm sorry, Leatherface. I'm not trying to insult you, but like, I think it's because a chainsaw is so, so effective, you know, like if it touches right. you, it, you're, you're, you're getting torn up. So as a result, they have to have him like swing it really ineffectively all the time. <laughs> right. Because otherwise, right. It'd be like, Oh, it's over. Yep, 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 exactly. Oh, he won. Like, like if if a glancing blow with a machete, you might b- maybe be able to be believably still running away. Whereas yeah. Chainsaw, I mean, you're probably dead. That's why that scene with Stretch and the chainsaw where Leatherface is being like grossly sexual with the chainsaw yeah. is so disturbing. Because yeah, it's yeah. just like that. those contrasts are so strong. Um. It doesn't look like, well, I'll, I'll be excited to be proven wrong. It looks like the next generation of Texas Chainsaw Massacring is uh, limited. It's not like there's a giant clan, uh, at least Lisa has shown in this trailer. Well, but again, yes, don't know. except I, here's the thing. That's going to, I bet you that's going to be more deceptive than you think. Because Probably. like we said, this was sitting on a shelf for two years, in which two years, the two actors that they're advertising did some famous things for all we know that's every shot of renee zellweger in this movie and they're just right yeah and then then there's the rest of the movie is somewhere else (laughs) yes yes absolutely absolutely um all right well i'm 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 kind of excited to watch whatever this is would you know which version it is that is actually available well the one that i the one that i am linked to on uh this one which like up on Amazon, it says it is rated R. Okay. Hour 27. It's like I said, it's Ooh, called Texas Chainsaw tight. Massacre. Yeah. So far there has not been one over hour and a half. That's all they have the not best. reached 90 minutes. I, I, yeah. I don't, I don't think horror <laughs> movies should go over 90 minutes. Oh, come on. Well, no, I feel like there's a platonic ideal for the, for, for these things. I, I really enjoyed the shortness of all the Friday the 13th uh, movies until we got to like, what was the really long one? There's like, is Jason is X really long? long one? There's Probably one, there's not. someone that's at least like an hour 50 or something. I'm like, that's too long. I can't remember. Probably goes to hell if I had to guess. Oh yeah. That may have gone on forever. <laughs> Maybe I'm wrong. I, I don't know. Like, but that's, but if it's a good one, I want oh, sure. to if, if it's actually 25. good. Right. Exactly. But I think there's something like nice and structurally tight about the, about the 90 minutes. Get I mean, in, you're right. Out. that like this modern age that we live in where all movies are two and a half hours long, like that that's might be too much. much. Was there horror movies that were? Oh, I'm sure the It movies were like two and a half each, right? I don't know. I didn't see those. 
Well, I'm sure they're like two and a half each. Well, because they're epics, right? You know, they're supposed to be sprawling horror epics. Um, that was, I think, it was when it, when it came out. It it won, whatever you want to call it. It won was the most successful horror movie of all time. Uh, like it it oh yeah, it was extremely successful. And I I was like, that can't be true. And then, I mean, it depends how you define success. In the sense that, like Texas Chainsaw Massacre, like cost five dollars and made. Well, we're like, not talking about multipliers. Like that's right, straight right. up like box office number, exactly. Right. No, but it was like as far as like yes, successful. It, it was it it made the most money of any horror movie ever made, which was like oh wow. Um, which you know, inflation. Um, yeah, I'm not sure if it was adjusted for inflation. We'd have to double check. Let's well, do some research. No, I'm kidding. I, I think that's probably a good idea. All right. Well, I'm ready. I'm ready to go watch uh, this Me next too. generation and find out. Uh, find out what happens. Like, I just want to hold on for one moment to this happy and optimism that we have, just in case. Just in go case. Okay. In in this after the sound of one a uh, 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 little inter- iteration of our theme song, we're going to come back here like extremely depressed at how terrible this movie was. Let's just. Yeah, this I'm could not be good. I, I look here. Here is my solemn <laughs> promise to you. If I were to, well, I, if I were to be depressed at the existence of not good movies, I would not be able to face the day. You're right. You're because right. there are plenty of movies that are not good. The thing is with this, I have no. I have no dog in this fight. I don't care a whole lot if this next movie is going to be very good or not. Okay, well, I do a little bit in that I... You just don't like wasting your time. Well, I certainly don't like wasting my time, but it's more that I want to enjoy this series. Like, I feel like the series deserves... with, With the number of movies in it, it deserves to be able to be enjoyed. And I'm nervous because, again, one, I'm in. Two, I'm definitely in. Three, oh, I'm out. And so, like, let's see, let's see, see where where you are. Right? You yeah, you yeah. don't want to approach uh, our episode five with the feeling of oh, another one, right? But keep in mind, episode five will be a totally like a reboot to the whole thing anyway. And I've already seen it. And you've already <laughs> seen it. So this is the only part where you share any trepidation. I don't much care. I think I'm I'm. Even if it's bad, I will think it's interesting if it is bad, um, because I like watching the trajectory of how things happen and understanding yeah. the history of how things fit together. I think that's fun and interesting for me, regardless if the movie is any good. So it I is. promise to bring my positive attitude back when I return. Oh, that's, that's a... my solemn promise. To wow. You. OK, well, I don't. I do not promise that oh, if I'm boy, extremely I, disappointed, I'm going to be grumpo, grumpo Jordan. This could be this could be this could be takes Manhattan all over again and not oh. the Muppets. No. <laughs> all right well in that case uh with that uh spark of hope and optimism in our voices uh we'll be right back okay so i like that a lot more than i like part three me I'll too right I, 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 I feel good i feel yeah, good yeah. about this yeah uh it, it clearly it continues the tragic downward trajectory of of the box office fortunes of this. Right? Yes. This one made like sub two hundred thousand dollars apparently, and like was shown in only like thirty theaters in the in the right. U.S. Like something it didn't, ludicrous. It didn't it did have not, a shot. It, it it did not get a fair shake. I would say there's a lot of weird 
shit in this movie, but I would say overall, and it's it's shaggily structured and sort of barely hangs together. But oh, yeah. the glue the glue is Matthew McConaughey's bonkers, uh, absolutely going for it weirdo Gonzo performance. Right, right. Absolutely, uh, and, I, and, I agree and, entirely. And Renee, and Renee Zellweger matches him beat for beat, like she is a different. Uh, a victim in this movie in that she really and multiple times really does not let herself be a victim it's so weird it's really weird it's a um, strange movie it's it's a it's, strange ass movie well it's a um, it, first of all it's it's a much more traditional slasher movie in some ways in some ways except for all the th- like not there yeah it's not not very slashy I don't well, think Leatherface. I don't think Leatherface actually kills one single person in this movie. I think he kills one person. I'm if I remember Who? correctly. Who I'd, does he I'd kill? I'd have to go back. I'd have to go no, back and no. I don't. I, I think I, he I, kills one. We're gonna go through it. Okay. I think we'll, he kills we'll, one. We'll go through it. But I think. I <laughs> but think, you're right. He's not the main character. Oh, wait, he's not the wait, main he, villain. Yeah. He may. He may kill Barry. Yeah. But I think he may hammer Barry? Barry in the head. He's the tuxedo douchebag. Yes. Yes, I yes, think yes, he yes. he gets hammered in the head. He kills, but him, like, kills but he's very ineffectual. Like for instance, he doesn't chainsaw anybody in this movie. No, he manages no. to uh, wave it around a lot, but does not actually chainsaw a single person. Exactly as I was describing in earlier in the episode. It, like he bungles a lot in this movie. Yes, he is a bungler, and, and again, in some ways, I he feel like abu- it's because he's more of an abused oh, yeah. child in this movie than ever before. Oh yeah, um, this is like. <laughs> The ongoing like like de-scarification of uh, of Leatherface. Well, although it's a big swing, considering that the last one was like, let's name the movie after him. Well, yes, uh, but that was not a story decision. No. They did not name the last movie Leatherface <laughs> because they wanted to show the brutal, vicious Leatherface in all of his glory. That's not what happened. And it doesn't happen here either. They kind of continue to be like, no, no, no. Don't look at Leatherface. Look at this cannibal family instead who aren't even cannibals now anymore. No, I think I I don't think in either of those movies in three or four, they don't seem to be cannibals. No, they're definitely they're more interested in having a pizza in this movie than they are necessarily in 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 cannibals. Oh, sure. Um, Cannibalism Uh, is what I meant to say. So, okay, so. uh. When I said it was more like a slash movie, I guess what I meant was it, it's got the teen side of things down in the more 80s teen uh, uh, horror movie way. Right. As, really opposed like to, as, as opposed to unlikable yuppies. Right. Yeah. Where well, random, like, yeah. random, unlikable yuppies. But even in the first one where they are like probably teenish sort of young adults anyway, like yeah. it, it didn't feel like, you know, like like a. Friday the Thirteenth movie, where where it was a bunch of teens. This like, definitely this, felt it, this definitely like is that. teens, though. I def I, I feel like Renee Zellweger is not playing a teen. She's planning to playing a twenty five year old. Here. <laughs> um, um. Oh, to, I, I do want to clarify something. Uh, we yes. talked about the writer director, Kim Henkel, uh, mm-hmm. and I just want to clarify: this is a gentleman named Kim. Uh, oh, okay. This is not we, we, a lady named Kim. Okay. Was, um, I, was there <laughs> doubt in your mind? Well, the name Kim uh, made me assume that that was a lady's name. But then early, I'll be honest with you, early on in the movie, I was like, this wasn't a woman, was it? And then I looked him up and it was like, no, he's a guy. <laughs> and I was yeah. like, oh, OK, there, 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 okay. Is, there are some strange gender politics at work in this movie mm-hmm. um, where. 
numerous times uh, there are female characters who are standing up for themselves only to get smacked back down or be like, actually, you know what? I really like abuse. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. Abu- abuse is my jam, uh, which is r- really weird. Uh, and the character of Heather in particular, and we'll get to this, has a whole speech in the middle about about the uh, benefits of being a bitch, uh, like literally like literally like a jerk to people. Uh, and it's 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 a little strange. It's a weird it's a weird freaking movie. Uh, and then it gets even weirder by the end. But but it was a good time. Like, it again, was much more fun time. than the other one. It, like it, this one, I was not bored at any point. No. Uh, whereas in the previous movie, I definitely was like, okay, I see like the plot kind of going by numbers here. Yeah. And right. This at least is not doing that. I think the plotting as it is, is weird and slack. And somebody does this and then this thing happens and then they go upstairs and then they come downstairs and they go outside and they come back inside and I run away and then I get dragged back inside. I think there was such a purity in the very first Texas Chainsaw mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. it really like I remember watching it and thinking this is going to be really easy to summarize because the plot kind of just goes from location to location to location and then we're done one Uh, at a time they walk to the other house absolutely and 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 and, (laughs) well and and there's a real narrative kind of purity about that because you're building towards one character's breakdown right and that that's the kind of the point and also it's the system of a slaughterhouse oh that's an They're interesting. They're just the, yeah, one yeah, yeah. of them, and the, then like, they, the, the next bear one. Belt. I mean, the next one. Come on in. We're just gonna murder you too, and then yeah. the next one, and then finally, it's your turn to get murdered by Grandpa, <laughs> or not. Well, the they, well, be. they they want that to be the case. I'm not yes. saying it happened. So, so um, let's let's jump into it because it's it is it is pretty bonkers. So, oh boy, we can just start with the prologue, <clears throat> shall we? The uh, the narration. Oh yeah, you want to read it? Oh, I I was actually unable. I was trying to find it. Do you have it? Oh no, uh, I'm sure I'll find it really quickly. And wait, actually, you know what? I do have it. You know okay. want to know why? Because why? I took a picture while I was watching it and posted okay. it on Instagram. Okay. Actually, oh, oh I, I did see that. So <laughs> here we go. Uh, yeah, please. Oh yeah, there's already so much to talk about, but here we go. Yeah. August 18th, 1973. News of a bizarre chainsaw wielding family. Reports which were to ignite the world's imagination began to filter out of contr- out of central Texas. I almost said out of control, Texas, out of central Texas. Uh, Regrettably, not one of the family members was ever apprehended. And for more than 10 years, nothing further was heard. Then over the next several years, at least two (laughs) minor yet apparently related incidents were reported. Mm -hmm. Then again, nothing for five long years. Silence. Um, Now, I did my best reading that. The grammar, uh, and I don't mean grammar, the, the punctuation is terrible. Like, yeah, I recommend looking it up and seeing the picture because there are commas in all the wrong places. And this it is pretty ridiculous. Man, this this narration is like commas in all the wrong places. <laughs> um, so this is all, already, this yeah, is the thing about weird. this. Like, these movies ostensibly take place in the same universe. But like, with the Jason movies... Yes, we, we have a lot of fun talking about how it's like 
oh, they said this when that that was the case before. And like, therefore, that means Jason was hanging in the woods or why did they think he was dead? All of that. But it all like like we all were able to no prize it relatively yeah. easily. You go like, oh, OK, well, here's what happened with these ones. It's much more like. Oh, no, like, not what they said, like something else. It directly contradicting <laughs> the previous film. Which, like, again, I love the Evil Dead movies. The three Evil Dead movies that are in one continuity, like all directly contradict the endings of the previous films. Like every single you, if you watch them all straight through, you can fudge it enough in your head to go, OK, that didn't happen. But this did. But like they all directly contradict each other. Yeah. And th this one in particular is like, remember that thing we said about arrests and uh, people yeah. going to jail and all that? Uh, yeah, no, didn't happen. Didn't happen at all. Um, so very strange. So, um, yeah, how does it? And but, I, but, and I like but, it's, it's literally throwing shade on the other two on the previous two movies. It does. Being like does. these these minor yet apparently related, In including the second one, which, again, was. Toby Hooper. And I guess that was this is Kim Henkel going, yeah. Yeah. I mean, but except that there are references. Well, the, the big references. Do you remember if I remember correctly? Tell me if I'm wrong. Wasn't. Wasn't W.E. the name? W.E. was the name of the person who was arrested and right. convicted in the last one. And yet in this one, they're like, let's and call we, the guy W.E. Even though he clearly wasn't arrested and convicted. <laughs> no, and it's not the same guy. But then why would they use the? I, it's so strange. It's so it's strange. It's definitely a choice, but I, I don't understand the choice. I was just like, okay. I mean, I'm just taking this one on its own for what, for what it is, right? I mean, what else yes. are you going to do? Does this movie actually fit with any of the other films? Um, does it even fit with the first one? Well, it, it attempts, and we'll get to this, The it attempts a giant retcon of the motivation of everything. Yes, well, well, and we'll oh, get there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That. I, oh, I, sure. I don't, I don't even want to say what that is no, 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 until we'll we get, get there. It. We'll we'll let that be revealed as the movie reveals it. Because, again, I had I have never did seen you know, this one. Did you know? You had not seen I that. had right. yep. no idea that was coming. And I assume you also had no idea that was coming. No, that was very so we'll, strange. We'll talk about our responses to it as it happens. Yeah. Um, okay. All right. All right. Where does this one actually begin? So, so, it, so it, it actually prom, it right? actually st starts uh, with a super close up on Renee Zellweger's lips uh, as she is putting on lipstick. Right. It's yeah, like yeah, yeah, super yeah. like like that camera is inches from her face as she's putting on lipstick. And if you look up the poster for this movie, that's also part of the that there's a poster with it. It's Renee Zellweger putting on lipstick. It's just a close up of the lips. But the lipstick has a chainsaw coming out of it. And you yeah, see yeah, Leatherface yeah. in the reflection of the lipstick container. It's a it's a it's a little funny, uh, but but that's what it is. So clearly I thought that was an iconic look. Um, and so she she's putting on uh, putting on lipstick uh, and then she just as quickly as she has puts it on, she wipes it away uh, and it's it's time for prom. Right. So that, that that's what that what that becomes so why apparent. Did that, why did she? I, I, I'm guessing. OK, so. The, OK, so apparently this is the the one that I rented on Apple TV, like a, like a rent enough rented from app from iTunes. Uh, it's the cut down version that they ended up releasing in, in 97, yeah. right? We didn't see it. Apparently there was a whole bunch of Renee Zellweger's whose, whose character name is Jenny. I'm going to start calling her Jenny. Yes. Uh, Jenny's family life. 
and about how like abusive right. and there's like hints of molestation and like it is just a, she is in a fucked up family right, right. And they hinted that in this version, but apparently that that was a big chunk of the seven minutes that were ever cut out. And so my guess is that she's going to go out, but it's not a good idea for her to look too sexy or like her parents wouldn't be like, like, intri- like they didn't, wouldn't want her to, you know, be wearing red lipstick or whatever it is. So my guess is that she was like, this is something I'm doing in private. We're getting ready and then I'm going to take it off and then I'm going to go. Um, so she is uh, getting uh, 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 prom pictures taken with, with her. It's not her boyfriend. They say it's her friend, uh, Sean. Sean. Yes, Sean. And they and then this is a funny joke. They they recreate the same weird flash effect from the first movie. They do, but they over do. their little Minolta camera that is that is taking <laughs> pictures of them uh, posing in kind of goofy ways before prom. Or whatever, (laughs) which is yeah, maybe it sounds like a flash. I suppose very Um, strange. Nobody knows. Well, here, just recall then that that this that noise, like the noise of a real flash going off, is nobody under twenty five knows what that sounds like. That's a real point. That's a good point. But that's not a noise like that, and like uh, busy signals gone. Uh, right dial tone dial tones gone that's only a thing i i think about this all the time when i when i play act stories with ellis i will make the sort of the uh finger the thumb and little finger phone to put up to my face to do, do like i'm talking on a phone and i will make the beep, boop, 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 like noise to like be i'm dialing and all that stuff i'm like this is only going to exist in stories for ellis yeah 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 so weird that is pretty great anyway so okay so at the prom, we meet uh, our other uh, lady. Protagonist, Heather. He- Heather. And she's walking yes. around yelling out for Barry. Yes. Where's Barry? Has anybody seen Barry? She's asking everybody, have you seen Barry? Where's Barry? Uh, until she walks. Behind walks a pillar. Along? Yeah. It's she finds like Barry. Barry's not doing a very good job of hiding whatever it is that he's oh, doing. Not remotely. And not to mention, again. She was literally yelling out his name like three feet away. <laughs> like, there's no way he right. couldn't have heard that. Right. But he's, he's 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 making out with some lady, um, just some other girl who some, is not a character girl. in this movie. <laughs> no, <laughs> it doesn't she had like a line, I think. Yeah, exactly. Um, and uh, and and yeah, so so she's super mad. Apparently, this has happened before, right? I, well, and. Be- comes quickly apparent that barry is barry is not a cool dude oh yeah no barry is like the 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 resident asshole of the movie like he's very much like the we're gonna make this shit heal so that you can yeah so you can enjoy him dying again kind of but we are kind of except they don't they they don't even like linger on his death in any sort of way that is like oh my god i'm so glad that barry died no, uh, right. no, it's very sort of matter of factly dispatched later. Um, but, but he's so, like he's consistently like I, I don't remember him having like a moment of of like humanity decency. or anything. Yes. Right. Like he's just a, a, a turd for the entire film. There's like there's there's one moment of understanding that he gets to with uh, with uh, with Heather. But we'll get we'll get to that uh, during the uh, um, 
uh, this is why I'm a bitch conversation that they have later. I don't even know if I, well, okay. All right. We'll talk about that. So, so, okay. Uh, so, 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 so Heather is just pissed and like takes off running and jumps into Barry's car. Yeah. And apparently she has the keys or this is one of those things where in a movie they just keep the keys in the car because she's going to I mean, just people drive used off to be way car. more casual with keys clearly like apparently I, I mean i've seen you know so many movies like terminator 2 she pulls the keys right out of the uh the um the, the sun visor that's where people keep that's where keys people keep keys right because people are idiots i suppose this explains why the crime rate was so high in the 70s and 80s people just leaving keys around well i mean it's better than star wars world where apparently if you just get into a vehicle you just don't need keys you just start the vehicle <laughs> well it's it's more convenient that way <laughs> so um so she gets into the car he is chasing after her now um so he's he's already given up on this other lady like he this is his girlfriend like yeah i was making out with this other girl but i don't want to well, it was, it, it. it's also not his fault that he was making out with oh, her of course right? it, it was it, she did it right and like oh, i kissed her once or whatever it's like it's not a big deal what's the big deal it's nothing i, saw, I watched you doing it you were kissing her for like five minutes and so he gets into the car but but she's just gonna she just drives off anyway yeah uh, like tears out of there yeah Te- tears out of there and they quickly discover it's not just the two of them in there nope and actually in kind of a funny moment like jenny and sean pop up out of the back seat where apparently they've been they you know it's supposed to imply that they were fooling around or whatever no but it turns out no pot, smoking pot. Is smoke smoking pot in the back seat while they're lying down yeah apparently so that sure. no one can see them. Right. Yeah, sure. Exactly. So apparently they were they were back there smoking pot. So now it's the four of them. We have our group. Our group has been assembled. And wait, so what is the what is the sex thing? What is the sex lie that Barry's telling that uh, she he's, pops up he's to saying, tell him? look, look, it's not my fault that I was making out with her. I have to get some occasionally. You won't put out. And if I don't have sex, I get prostate. He says prostate. Oh, he, he said well, he says it wrong. He says prostate cancer. <laughs> Um, and he says that his dad's a doctor. And so, of course, he knows because his dad's a doctor. And so therefore, he, you know, you should just trust him. It turns and and I love actually this is this is where I totally like love Jenny because Jenny is in the backseat fact checking him. And I'm like, yep. no, that is not true. That is a lie that that boys tell to pressure girls into having sex. You asshole. Yep. And he's like, shut up, shut up. No, no. And then she and then she gets Sean she, to, to, to say that. Yeah, no, that's not true. Right. That's not true. Sean says, and Sean was like, yeah, I used to live across the street from him. And he would tell all the girls that if, if I don't fill up your breasts, you're going to get breast cancer. <laughs> so and, 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 and then Barry's defense is, well, it's not my fault if they were so dumb that they believed it. So, you know, really uh, progressive dude, progressive dude, this Barry. So not 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 the best. And he just is just like ragging on uh, how ugly and horrible and stupid uh, Jenny is, which she's Renee Zellweger. And yes, she's wearing glasses. Right. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. It's one of those things. Absolutely. Glasses make glasses the worst. They really hide how pretty you are until the right moment. No, no, no. That's not how that works. No. Um, Um, Well, that's why Clark Kent is not a good looking guy. No, but, God, he's the worst. Undateable. Just, just a, just a dog turd, that man. <laughs> that man. But they take him off and put him in some underwear. Um, so, yeah, so now they're, they're, they're just like, they're just driving. 
but like like Barry is trying to get them to like turn around and get back to the prom. Um, but there's like a road close sign or something, it's something super dumb. It's like a road close sign that diverts them onto a dirt road. And then there's no place to turn around. And they're like, oh, my God, why can't we find a place to turn around? It's like, right. Mm, OK, we're working super hard to get you down this dirt road. I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, Yes. I, I don't remember even why. It's just a road close sign. That's it. Yeah, it's so weird. So, yeah, they just drive the wrong place. They just drive yeah. to the wrong part of town. Oh, and again, I mean, this can't Texas, be more than like five minutes away from like prom. I think that they said this one was actually filmed in Texas. Let me see if this is true. But they actually like maybe didn't build the sets before they decided to do that. Yeah, th- this this is actually filmed in Texas, which surprises me because uh, it's mostly in a forest. Again, it's it's forest, and I, I so mean, I guess Texas there are has forest. Yeah, I just look at like yeah, you think of Texas Chainsaw Massacre, you think of like I don't know, like like more sparse and like no, yeah. I don't know. Anyway, yeah, no, they were they no, were apparently yeah. near Austin. Uh, no, I, I mean that, that makes sense. You can, you can. It's very Texasy forest, maybe. I don't know. So they're in the forest. So they're, so they're, so that's where this street is. This, right, this exactly. Road, this dirt road. They're in yep. a forest. They're going through a forest. And then they, then and then out of absolutely nowhere and completely unexplained at any point in this movie, uh, a yeah. car, a car just comes out of nowhere and like swipes them, and they sort of go off the road. And it's just some random kid. It's like I thought for a second it would be like a kid fleeing the house who is like all beat up and bloodied well, or no, anything. Well, no, it must be, but, right? But it's not. He's completely fresh-faced and fine, right? There is. He's not dirty. He's not uh, concerned when he gets out of the car. He's not babbling on about chainsaws. He's not conscious. He is. He says, I'm fine, I'm fine, and then he passes out. I'm not hurt. I'm not hurt is what he says. And then he passes out. He might. I don't know. I guess you're right. There's nothing ever mentioned to If they wanted to imply that he was coming from the house, they could have done anything at all to indicate (laughs) that. And they just don't. Right. They they, they use no narrative tools to indicate that he's coming from like a cannibal family house. Yeah. They're not cannibals. Yeah, you're right. You're right. A, a murder family. Is murder that what we call them now? They now, must just be a, a murder family. No, yes. a, mur- a massacre family? A massacre family. A saw um, family. Fam- heck, at this point, we don't even family. know there's a family. We've never seen, we haven't seen any. We haven't thing. seen diddly squat. No. All exactly. we know is there's kids. There's so, kids. So he passes out and uh, they are saying, oh, we got to get him to a hospital. We need to get him an ambulance, which rightly so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but obviously, this is well before cell phones. So um, they are like, well, let's figure it out. And Jenny is like, I'm going to go get help then if none of you are going to do anything. And for no real reason that I can tell, they end up splitting up in, in, in like... For like the- a second and then getting back together. Oh, no. I was saying they split up in like like a, a weird lopsided way where it's like Sean will stay with the unconscious guy. Yes. That's and the right. Other and then three will leave. Yeah. Which I guess because Barry wants to stay with his girlfriend girlfriend and, and she doesn't want to be there. And so therefore they all sort of wander off. It's, it's, a, it's, it's very much a little, here's a bit of business about them arguing about stuff and then they go off and walk. Right. Um, and so the, they start like walking off to go get help. And this is where, 
This is where Heather starts the first of her many uh, paranoid rants about like, like, oh, I bet there's somebody in the woods here watching us. I bet somebody's going to like drag us down to a cellar and eat our brains and cut off our arms. Like it's, she has a lot of serial killer on the brain for, for whatever reason. And they, we get to that a little bit later, which doesn't really explain a whole lot. But but she keeps doing it right. She, she this becomes her like defining conversational characteristic is that she's going to talk about the the doom and death around the corner it's like she's um it's like she is um crazy ralph yeah a little bit a little uh, bit of the entire time right except but she's like also about, about, leads, about yeah. in the group right being like we're all doomed um what i like about this movie too other than that it just was fun is that even though sure at its core well other than the big weird thing that we're not talking about yet um at its core it's still relatively the same thing as the other ones very much so um it does try to do it different at least you know what i mean it it, it tries to like 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 faint left when you th- and yeah. like you were talking about the, the dinner scene being about pizza being over pizza <laughs> like they go weird ways and one of the ways is i think in keeping with the pizza is that they're like we're gonna kind of normalize them all a little bit like instead of they're not they're they're not as isolated in this movie right. as they are in the first one right and this right they're they're kind of a little a bit part of the world right and not just like this is our family and the only people that understand what we like and what we do is our family uh they have sort of threads out to the community and kind of exist out in the community in some strange ways some of them not all of them i think and i guess by, by even Grace probably doesn't No, he still seems pretty isolated but but by bringing that up here at this point i'm spoiling it a little bit which is fine because then what they come across is a real estate agency yeah. <laughs> they come across a real estate office which is not what you expect in fact in fact not only is it a real estate office it's a real estate office that is across the street from a creepy gas House. station yeah, who we which we also don't visit or talk about. Right. They, well, they they allude to it, and at one point on the way out, in a, at the end of the scene that is about to start, they they say, "Hey, what about the service station over there?" And she, the the real estate agent, goes, "No, no, no, don't. There, that guy will probably shoot you if you go over there. Like he shoots first and asks questions later. Get out of here, you creepy guy. Don't even look at us." And like, they don't even show the gas no, station. No. It's, out, it's out of focus and blurry the entire time. Yes, yes. It's, just, it's just like, it's over there. Don't worry about it. It's fine. And for a second, I was like, wait, are they, is she literally across from the chainsaw house? <laughs> maybe, maybe. Like, no, from the, from the, from the gas station. From maybe. the gas station. Yeah. I mean, um, yeah. So, and so I thought for a while it was like, oh, that's where the tow truck's going to come. No, nope, no, no. It's just irrelevant. It's just like. Texas is full of creepy gas stations and strange weirdos. Apparently. So this is a real estate agent named Darla and who the... <sighs> weirdo right off the bat. Oh yeah. She's a super just weirdo. super weird. But, uh, but again, a very different weirdo, but like a fr- super friendly weirdo. Yes. Right. Yes. Like, like uh, she immediately starts talking about her fake tits and flashing them at, at strangers a random, at a outside. Random, well, well, random strangers who threw a brick through her window. <laughs> yes, that's right. They throw a brick through the window and she goes, oh, yeah, is it these you want to say? And then like lifts up her shirt and goes wiggle, wiggle, like at the car. And she's like, oh, you know, 
it's like in like ever since I got these fake tits, every every single like dirt farmer around here wants to like uh, they thinks they're God's gift to mankind or something like that. Is but that the goes, first nudity in the series? It is, right? Uh, yes, I do want to say it is. Because I don't. I mean, obviously, like, the, like there's a very well, famous there's barely any butt, characters, but, right? right? So right, this right. would be easy to figure out. No, yeah, it is. It is. It hundred percent is. Uh, That's what I thought. Unless there's some like dead nipples somewhere, which, which I don't is, think is so. possibly the case. But I don't no. think so. I don't remember that. Okay. Um. So okay. So and so they're talking to her, and they say to her, "Uh, oh, like we got in a car accident," and she's like, "Great, I'll." I'll call. Well, she's well. They say call the police, and she's like, "Oh, yeah, I got it." And then she says, "Then she calls Vilmer." Well, she's talking to somebody named Vilmer, but we don't know who that is. Like, it could have been a cop at that moment. That um, certainly doesn't sound like she is talking. Like, no, nothing about that. No, it's, it's kind of clear that she does not call call all the cops necessarily. But she's calling someone that says they're going to come and help and take care of it, and so she says, "Yeah." No problem. Like it's taken care of. He'll be there soon. It won't be a problem. She also tells a joke. Do you remember what the joke is? Oh, I don't. Why do blondes stick their heads out of windows? Why? Uh, f- to to for refills or something like that. To to like it's something something like like to, because they're airheads and they fill up their 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 heads with air. Something like that. It's not a funny joke, but like Heather needs yeah, to clarify for herself. No. Um, but like that's that again, like weird gender politics in this movie. Yeah. Where right, she is she is the primary like sympathetic uh like like female character outside of our gang. And she is she is Why would you say sympathetic? She she is easily the she is easily the most relatable of as it turns out, the family. Yeah, but she's really awful. Oh no, she's terrible. <laughs> she's terrible. She's terrible. <laughs> but if you had to pick in pick an anchor being like, who's the most human out of that family? It's probably sure. Darla. Well, also, she's kind of adopted into it, right? I mean, so, WE yeah. is WE's just read a lot of books. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and and it's, we'll get there. All right. Um so so we actually get get, get to meet Wilmer uh, Vil, excuse me Vilmer uh, very quickly because Sean is waiting back at at at, at, at the driver's body, and uh, and the the tow truck pulls up, uh, and it says uh, on the side of the door Illuminati towing a uh, Illuminati, Illuminati wrecking right uh, on it, and out comes uh, Matthew McConaughey, uh, who is, you know, sometimes like there are actors who. Uh, feel like you see them in one of the early movies and you see what they're going to become, but they're not that yet. Mm-hmm. Like Jeff Goldblum in Silverado is, oh, is a fraction or whatever, but like is a fraction sure. of the Jeff Goldblum that we will, that we will get to know over the years. Matthew McConaughey comes out swinging as Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. He is He's 100%. Fully Right. Oh, yeah. He is. He has come out of his like he was in his pupa and then he emerged as a beautiful Matthew McConaughey butterfly from the get go. Now, uh, apparently he, this was filmed after Dazed and Confused. Is it? I believe this was. Is that is that true? I believe that is true. Um, Dazed and Confused come out. Um, pretty. Is that 94? Uh, I don't can't be much. Uh, I'm, I saw I'm, it so long ago, and I wasn't. It's oh yeah, nineteen ninety three. Okay, 
Oh yeah, so yeah, so that makes sense. Really, <laughs> this is what he chooses to do. Okay, but, but before, but this is before. Apparently, yeah. So I, 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 I did check out a little like interview of him talking about it, uh, and he was saying it was he was uh, before the success came. Essentially, well, no, the he, recognition. Was, he was about to like move out to Hollywood, and they were like, "Hey, you want to be in this movie?" And he was going to play. He was going to play a character that's not in the movie. He was going to be play a character uh, with no lines who was in the movie. What was it? He was at the prom at the beginning or something and then shows up at the end and picks uh, 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 Jenny up on a motorcycle and like they drive off together. Like like a love interest for, for Jenny who's not there for most of the movie. Mm. Um, and then but he was there with them and they said to him, do you know anybody who could play Vilmer? And he was like. No, I don't know. I'll think about it if I think of anybody. And then he was left and then he would like got to his car and went, wait, I should I do should that. Do yeah. And then he walked back in and went, let me, let me audition for it. And they went, yeah, all right. And he did. And he got it. And he, so he stuck around in Texas a, a, like a few months more to film this movie instead of going straight to Hollywood. I mean, he is the fun version of Viggo Mortensen's wet bag yes. in the last movie where yes. you're like, where Viggo Mortensen felt like he, he was uh, trying but not getting there. Yes. Uh, Matthew McConaughey slides into this like a wet fish and is just like, <laughs> and is just like, I'm here. I'm bananas crazy from like almost moment one, mm-hmm. uh, because he gets out of the out of the out of the tow truck and he goes over to uh, uh, the driver, the kid that they hit, and he was lying there on the ground, and he, and he goes, "Oh, he's dead." And uh, Sean's like, wait, no, he's not. He was just like talking or whatever. And he's like, I said he's dead. And he's like, what? And then he goes and he just cracks that, that kid's neck. Breaks his and neck. it's and however they feel like it, it, I realize it's just a combination of the kid turning his head <laughs> and, and the sound effect. But it looks pretty gruesome, like in terms of like that looks like a really hard like like a head whip. And it's just like, oh, what? And the, and the kid's like, oh, wait, what? <laughs> They just killed him. And like uh, from then on, he is just delightfully demented. Demented. I, and he's just like, as opposed to some of the other ones who like make it a given that he, he's definitely going to kill them. He leaves like a sliver of doubt in all of his interactions with these kids. That he's like, well, maybe I'll kill you. Maybe I won't. Who knows? Yep. We'll, we'll see. What, like he... That's the kind of like the dangerous energy that he gives off is, well, I'm so crazy and I might kill you and I probably will kill you, but maybe I won't. Huh? Right. Huh? Right. And it's just kind of like it, it's it's a it gets a bit much like to the point where you're like, no, 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 you should actually go ahead and kill them now because what the hell are you even doing? Um, but it's it's kind of fun. Well, good news for you. He yeah. goes ahead and kills Sean in a ridiculous way. He starts chasing after him with his car, with his truck, with his pickup. With, Un- until Sean gets tired. Until Sean gets tired. Uh, and then he ends up running him over him with the truck like 30 times. <laughs> just like just back and forth, back, back and forth. forth. <laughs> and getting a lot of enjoyment out of it. Oh, yeah. Like oh, a yeah. lot of enjoyment. Like he's really just like, oh, yeah. And stuff and just like back and forth yeah yeah so so sean kind of gets it yeah um 
but so in 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 the in the meantime, uh, so uh, meantime, uh, Barry, Heather, and uh, Jenny, they've left Darla's real estate office, and are walking back to the cars, I guess, to meet Vilmer. Yeah, that was uh, ostensibly their plan, except yeah, they get separated. Their plan. They get separated because Heather and Barry just run off after some random blue truck. That like yeah yeah past. yeah. And they just like run off down another way, and Jenny's like ah. And can't be bothered to follow them and decides, no, I'm going to stick with this plan to uh, keep on going and back, back, back to the cars. Back it to is the, a the truck road we see head. again, right? It's one of their trucks, right? It's, it's a, probably it's a like blue WE truck, but, there, but right? It's it probably WE, but it's not like they dwell on that truck ever again. No. I don't think we I don't think we see the truck ever again. No, I, I think mean, we it, might. It, I feel like we would, might. It wouldn't be a Texas Chainsaw movie without a house with nine cars parked outside for no reason. <laughs> so... So yeah, they just they literally like book ass after it because they're just oh, because because also they like are feel like super entitled to a ride. Oh, like yeah. it's not like they need help. They've ostensibly again got the they help. Could, the could calls. walk. They're only a mile away, according right. to according to Jenny, right? But they are like running after this truck, being like, "Say stop! Give us a ride! Hey, give us a ride!" And it's like, what? Uh, uh, okay. So, but like you said, yeah, Jenny's just goes. But they get separated, and this is now where they have the discussion about uh, about being a bitch. (laughs) And not only that, because okay, because like obviously the entire time, like we've been leaving out a lot of like back and forth, but they've been giving Barry shit for being a piece of human garbage, uh, which he is, and like cheating on his girlfriend. But this is the part where she reveals like it's fine; it's not that big of a deal sort of except she basically okay so she starts off with confessing that uh like that she talks about like uh like is this where she says where she talks about death all the time because she doesn't want to be bored it's boring otherwise that might be later i can't remember it's one of the two yeah 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 exactly but uh but she basically she's like look like my mom hates my dad uh, but she stays with him because she she wants the lifestyle. She has a certain she has a certain kind of life that she wants to leave, so she stays with him. And and he's like, and so a little light bulb goes on for Barry, who's like, oh, you're you don't actually like me, essentially, right, right, and you're never gonna have sex with me because you don't actually like me. Wait, is that what I don't think that's that what happened. Con- that was the conclusion that I think Barry comes to. The conclusion I felt like he came to was that she was kind of saying, oh, maybe like maybe I like totally right wrong. I thought she was saying, like, I'm gonna sure I'll keep going out with you. Like it's fine. I'm not leaving you because you made out with her. Because his reaction was like, Well, oh, why didn't cool. you tell me? Yeah, yeah. Well, like, wh- why are you giving me a hard time all the time then? And she's like, Because I'm a bitch. Okay, maybe maybe that's. But I don't I mean. know. Listen, well, I don't know. It, it, it's, it's weird it's, either way. It's a confusing, <laughs> confusing discussion. Uh, like, absolutely regardless, and I think this is also where, where, where she, she's like, look, I mean, if, if if I was brave and I I like I'm a bit I am a bitch to people because that's what it takes for me to be cool, and if I was brave, I would be like Jenny and just be like myself. And also, Jenny has a slamming bod. Yes, I've I've changed I I change in gym with her. Her oh, body's she, she amazing. Has, she, his body's amazing. And he's like, oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> really? 
and you can almost tell that Barry is formulating plans to cheat on uh, Heather with, with 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 Jenny at the next possible instance. Though, good luck with that. I don't think Jenny would ever sleep no, with Barry. God, no. No. God, no. So uh, so that was on the way to to to, to what turns out to be the house. Yeah, exactly. And they're still babbling on me like, we'll just give them 50 bucks. They'll give us a ride. And he's like, we don't have 50 bucks. And she's like, well, we'll give him five bucks and we'll say we'll give it to him later. And then what is he going to do? Like, he can't stop. Like, he won't be able to like. Yeah, she she actually is her self-assessment. She has remarkable uh, self-knowledge about who she is. She also says it like quite loud as they're walking up, which it's like they're going to hear you say that. Turns out they're not going to give her a ride anyway. So it's probably fine. Yeah, it's probably fine. Um, Hey, hey, side, side note, side note. Um, so I'm on, I wrote down all the names as I always do. Uh, because you're responsible. Because I'm responsible. Because I'm trying to learn their names. But also I'm I, I'm looking between the, the wiki and the, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre fandom wiki. Yeah. And here's the thing. On the Texas Chainsaw Massacre fandom wiki, they give these this family a last name. Is it Slaughter? It is Slaughter. So if you recall, the gas station in the first one said W.E. Slaughter. Oh. We Slaughter. So Which is was mostly the... a joke, but not a family name. I have no idea what the hell that's about. So, they, you know, I don't know. It's but a like, little on the nose to have this family being called the Slaughters, honestly. But also, what about the Sawyer? And again, I guess that would be them making sense with other movies. So maybe well, nobody was ever them. arrested, and they never found anybody who did anything. Okay, so so is this really? It's if this is just a movie at this it's point. It's just this a is, movie. Don't worry about it. This is a movie it. floating like an island in the celluloid <laughs> island over here. Doesn't matter. It's just on its own. Just like a little thing. This is this is a this is the the scream requel that they're doing. This is them doing a requel, except even more so. Like it doesn't fit at all. No, no, nothing fits. Nothing fits. I mean, how many brothers are there? Right? Are there? You can have a lot of brothers. You can have a lot of brothers. But I mean, I I, I guess I guess if uh, Grandpa lived for a hundred and thirty-seven years, he did. He may have had a long fertile period. That's fair. I don't want to see any of that. Please so they, don't anybody make a fan <laughs> film about that. I'm sure they already have. So, no. okay. So, uh, so they find the house, the farmhouse, right? Yeah. And uh, <laughs> they want to get help ostensibly, but also Barry wants to go to the He bathroom. needs to piss. He really needs to piss. Which again, they've been walking through the forest for 50 years. So like you had your moment you could have done it at any and time. any time well he's a civilized dude who wants <laughs> sure, to share yeah, the toilet of course, of course. so um, um so nobody's he says, answering um, the door so he was like i'm gonna walk around the back right it's him yeah, him who no no around. she she asks like the like like you should go check and then he calls her a bitch again yes like so sure, it's, 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 it's 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 a lot of that's a lot of that so he goes around back back to check uh and, and he sort of looks in the windows and it's gross, which mm-hmm. would be your like first uh, like clue that maybe you shouldn't. Also, all the windows are boarded up. So, right. Mm-hmm. Every single window has like tons of boards all over it. There's nothing about this house that looks normal from the outside and nothing looks normal on the inside. At this point, you should just be like, nope, going to go and I don't know, fuck off and go somewhere else. But this is a movie. Um, so he goes around back and that's when he meets, I guess, W.E. Slaughter. 
Well, but let's not call him that for now. Let's just call him just, W.E. Because the movie doesn't say me. Slaughter. I don't think. I feel like there's something in the movie. Okay. I feel like there's somewhere in the movie where it actually it. happens. But yeah, who knows? Anyway. Okay, maybe I'm but Rick, uh, he meets W.E. Slaughter, who has a very particular uh, dialogue quirk. Yes. He speaks almost entirely in literary quotes. Yes. Like, 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 like good ones. No, no. I mean, he he clearly is right. He's not quoting like the bionic woman novelization. <laughs> That's not what he is doing. Although like, he's, well, I, I, I don't feel like every single one of them was a hit. Was relevant. Yes. Like, like I think there's some of them. It's like, oh, there's a word in that, that. I see what word triggered you to think of that quote, but I don't think the quote actually applies. No, it's more situation. like it's just word association. Right, right, right. But he's quoting Ralph Waldo Emerson. He's quoting Ulysses Grant, right? He's uh, quoting Voltaire. Billy you Shakespeare know, at one point. Billy Shakespeare. I mean, it makes me think that he has a famous quotes to use in speeches book somewhere. Oh, yeah, maybe. Rather, rather than that he's read all these things is really honestly what I think it is. That's fair. Yeah, it's very. Funny. But he, but he, but he shows up and he holds uh, Barry at shotgun point, uh, and Barry takes off uh, like like toward the house and gets inside the house and locks the door behind him. And he's like, "I got him! Totally, totally tricked that dude! I am so amazing!" But wait a second, that's not quite yet because I think we have a. Uh, I think Heather is guys to get inside the house before that happens. Well, no, I think. Wait, is that true? Yes, it is hundred percent true because when he's going inside, he's looking for Heather. So while I think there's some there's some cutting back and forth that there's some cutting back and forth that's happening, which actually I, I it's it's to a scene that I really enjoy, which is just that Heather is sitting there on the porch swing on the front of the house, yes. being all like uh, a little bit bored and just like swinging back and forth or whatever, and then you see slowly inch in from the left side of the screen, you see Leatherface just mm-hmm. gonna come and he sort of like slowly creeps over and she doesn't see him. And he's like, sniff, sniff. And he smells her hair. And she like thinks it's a fly or whatever and brushes it away. <laughs> and then he sniffs her hair again. He brushes it away. And that happens for for, 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 a, for a while. Yes. Yes. Uh, and hold on So a then he, yeah. he grabs her. He catches yeah. her. He, yeah. He, yeah, exactly. This this point, right. He grabs her and he just like hauls her into the house. Uh, and... Like she kind of gets away for a little while and goes into room and he like breaks through the door. I feel like having Leatherface, I'm surprised that the doors and the windows and the walls in this place are as intact as they are. Sure, because we regularly see him. Regularly see him just like go through it. And especially in this movie, they actually even make a joke about it later. Uh, But like. Yep. It's, he's just smashing through everything. He's just like, there's not there's not a plate glass that he doesn't enjoy just going straight through. Um, but he eventually like manages to like shove her into a freezer, into like one of those like meat lockers, like from the first movie. Except uh, she just pops right she, back she out again. Right back out because she's alive. <laughs> and and he's like, ah, and he has to shove her back in, and then he like puts this giant like barrel or something on yeah, top of it to like keep it shut so she's like she's stuck stuck in there so she gets shoved in that thing and in the meantime barry is super excited that he got into the house because now he can go find like take a piss i think it was that i think at some point <coughs> what's his name finds him uh, we and doesn't he like march him around with a shotgun 
And so he marches him in the front door. And as soon as he gets in the front door, the like front door, he, he, he locks it. Exactly. And so, so he just then was like, all right, Heather, Heather, where are you? And which is and, very and casual he, for a guy who was just being held at shotgun. And shotgun he was point. even like, like, oh, you should have seen me, man. I was amazing. Right. Holy, like, like tricking that dude with a shotgun. Yep. He's like, I was incredible. And he makes his way upstairs into a bathroom. And so they, I mean, upstairs, I I think it's upstairs, but it doesn't really matter. But the uh, but he goes into the bathroom and he doesn't notice anything about the bathroom. He has to pee so bad. He has to be so bad. I swear. I don't think he was peeing. I think it was just a sound effect. But it was. There's no there was no there's no pee. I I looked. Um, We both looked. We both. Of course we looked. I want to see if you peed for real in your movie. That's a sign of a good budget. No, disagree. I was thinking it would have been like good special effects. Good special oh, effects. Oh, like Tom Savini's like yes. fake pee effect. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, but th- wait, actually, so so actually, just, just to pause here, mm-hmm. I don't think there's any gore in this movie. <sighs> at least not, at least not, there's some corpses, but I don't think anybody gets there's no blood uh except for maybe where heather heather gets like a meat hook hole in her in her back but that's it that's and not even gore it's not focused on and it's just well, there's a bit what of makeup. we see in this bathroom but again it's not but that's it's can... essentially just a prop i don't yeah, think there's yeah, actually like any there's there's no actual like gore effects in this movie it's not there's a, gore. a lot it's of not, violence there's a lot of violence there's a lot of knives right but there's not actually like gore gore People get stabbed, but I don't think you're right. I don't think there's yeah. any. Yeah, okay, you might be yeah, right. Wow, I didn't even make that but, but he doesn't. PG. Yeah, PG. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, people keep me misjudging that one. Uh, but but he doesn't notice. Any, he doesn't notice the giant skin with a nipple on it that's hanging off the bad the, the bathroom door. Oh yeah, this is the, a full body skin outfit. Full body instead skin of just a mask. Right, exactly. I mean, it is, there's skin all over the walls. Uh, and he doesn't notice anything until he looks over in the bathtub and there is a really ripe corpse in the bathtub, mm-hmm. which is mostly kind of just like a it's like a skull and then just a bunch of droopy brown goop hanging off of it. It's pretty gross. It's clearly decomposed straight up into that bathtub. And that bathtub is just full of effluence. Where do they take baths? They don't. This is, this is oh, some gross. smelly backwoods <laughs> murder families. <laughs> Um, but now he's like, oh no, this went, but then I don't want to be here anymore. And he takes off running and this is, no, he doesn't. He sneaks. Doesn't he like, I feel like he opens the door gently to kind of like sneak out. And that's when Leatherface slams him. Like, 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 like hammers him. Like this is like like slaughterhouse style. Just hammers in the head. Yeah, exactly. So, so, so there you go. Barry, Barry is gone. Barry is gone. Uh, is this when um is yeah th- th- this is when uh leatherface is like all right i need i now that i have a body i got to stick him in the freezer and he pulls heather out and this is where he hangs heather on a hook that's that happens here yes yeah. how does she get off the hook we don't see it it ha- we don't see it, it right yeah i was going to say i thought happens, i missed something it happens completely off screen that she somehow gets away um she hangs in there for a good long while in this movie, but uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, but she she comes to an end later. Um, okay, so now 
Jenny is still lo- okay. So now we're cutting finally back to Jenny's story, and Jenny is walking back to the cars, yeah. and this is where she gets picked <clears throat> up by Vilmer. This is where Jenny's story really kind of gets going. Yeah, because she because she gets there and there's nobody there, and she's like, "What the fuck? What's happened? happening?" Right, exactly. Um, but she she gets she gets she like Vilm Vilmer uh like comes and tries to convince her to get in the car, and she does for some reason get in the car even though she really is kind of creeped out and like it's against her better instincts and immediately Vilmer well, yeah, it's because he's being a dick right like she's asking him like 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 specific questions and all he'll say is get in the car 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 um and she does and he immediately is a creepo like it oh, yeah. starts talking about hey i heard the story about like this hitchhiker who got like picked up and then some old dude cut his arms off and he's like they got no imagination that's not how you torture and kill somebody and she's like you're scaring me he's like yeah well you should be scared look um, in the back look in the back and she's like, i don't want to look in the back look in the back this is like the they live sequence where he's like put, yes. in the gla- put in the glasses yes. i don't want to put in the glasses put in the glasses i don't want to put in the glasses and then when she finally he makes he her forces her to back. Look back yeah and it's uh sean and the other kid uh hanging upside down on, a, on like like in the, yep. in the in the back of the truck and she's like no super dead horrible um and and so then she gets this she is jumps where, out she jumps out but like he starts talking about like you have the choice of whether you're not you want to live or die or whatever like he is he's really kind of setting this up for her like like like, like he really is like super ambiguous about whether or not he's going to kill her this is like the first of many incidents in which he's like yeah maybe i'll kill you maybe i won't um but she decides to just go for it and she like leaps out of the car uh she jumps and, out of the car and starts running like really fast. She is yeah. like a Tom Cruise in this movie. Like the way she like takes off. Like I, this is some of the fastest movie running I have seen. I she, didn't notice that. She, it was that she is fast, but go I go you. go back go back and look at it. And unless your forty eight hours are up already. Um, but uh, did but I, did I pay for this? I don't. I don't I know. I don't know. I, I don't I know. I did. did. Yeah. Yeah. But she, did you end up buying it? No, I didn't because this one was like ten dollar difference well, from buying it. Wait, as, and it's as too bad. The because last one, which was like three bucks, yeah. it was it was a two dollar difference. Yeah, from, from, but here's the thing: that movie was garbage, and now I own it. And this movie I enjoyed, and like I don't own it. And I'm like, no, I, here, like, here, I wouldn't have minded. The benefit movie. of having a digital movie collection is that nobody's going to ever come by your house for a party, look at your shelves, and be like, "You own this." <laughs> That's true. Right? That's they true. have to go deep into your into your uh, digital archives to like find it. Um, but so, she- um, so, so running from him though, she does the thing that I was like, Sean, why are you, why aren't doing you get this? get off the road? Yeah. She's in a goes car. into the woods. Yeah. He can't drive his truck into the woods. Yeah. He shines a light at her and then is like, and again, he's like, well, yeah, we'll see how this goes. Yeah, you know, see how this is. Live and learn, live and learn. You'll find <laughs> out. <laughs> Uh, and then, and then at this point, oh, I think. Well, sorry, I have to note there. Yeah. I do have to note one of the things about this movie. Like, it, like we're saying, we enjoy this movie. Yes, it's not. Again, it's it's not it's like not, it's a great it's not, movie. It's not Billy Shakespeare. No, and one of the one of the definitely like ridiculous things in this movie is how it, it's it's one of those movies where they have to pretend it's dark when it's not remotely dark. Like you can see everything that happens and people are going like, oh, I can't, I can't see anything. See. Oh, the flashlight the stops out, working. Except for the big like, floodlight <laughs> behind me. 
<laughs> like so yeah well, so that. when he's shining that light and then she and it's like oh now she's gonna get away in the darkness no there's no darkness happening there's, there's no there's no darkness but immediately leatherface <laughs> comes crashing through the trees and, yep. and how like, did he get from killing barry and hanging up heather 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 yeah. heather yeah to, to, right. to, to attack and like he he did again there's no cell phones uh, Vilmer didn't call him and say, "Hey, come get this girl. She's gonna." Be- I suspect that Leatherface has like, like, you know, like some of your senses. If some of your senses are dulled, then some other ones sort of like rise to like, like compensate. I bet you he has like victim dar, where it's like if somebody is cowering or scared, he can smell that fear and just go straight after. Well, that's. It. I'll tell you, that's a thing from uh, horror movie video games. No, uh, really, like, like in the like in the in the in the Friday Thirteenth uh, video game, in the Evil Dead video game. If you're scared, the if your character is scared, the bad guys can find you more easily. Um, like, like they'll they'll appear, appear on the map. And, oh, and by the way, I don't know if we've mentioned before the people who made the Friday the Thirteenth game have announced they're making. Oh the yeah, they, yeah, game. I I did I did see that. So the difference is, it's like. I think they said it's like a it's a daylight uh, horror. It's all daylight it's daylight, but it's also like three on four or something like that. Like it's like mul- multiple people play the bad guys. Multiple people play the good guys all at once. All right, sure. Fair. Great. Good. Interesting. Um, so she does what everybody does in these movies, which is run straight to the creepy old house. Um, Again, she doesn't know. She doesn't know that she's you know, running to the bad guy's house, but she not, is. But everybody does this. And so she mm-hmm. runs straight into the house and she uh, runs right upstairs uh, into a room that has a standing corpse in it. There is a yeah. standing corpse of a policeman, a taxidermied cop or something. Yeah. Yes. Well, Presumably. I don't think he's taxidermy because he appears later at dinner. Oh, well, he's no. he's later see- seated at dinner. So I don't. Well, think, he's yeah. standing though. You can't. A corpse can't be standing. If Rigor it's not. mortis. Um, mm. It's it's very weird actually to see a standing corpse. <laughs> Well, yes, it was kind of a silly sight. It was a very silly sight. But she's like, oh, a cop. And she grabs his gun and she's like, oh, I and she she points the gun at uh, at uh, at at Leatherface, who is coming in the door uh, and she shoots. And of course, there's no bullets in the gun. Uh, Why but would then she... she throws the gun at Leatherface? Which I like, really I, like, how did she not like it, it's because sorry, the reason that struck me as so dumb was that she she ran out of the room in which she was hiding now not again it's his house like it's probably not that great of a hiding space but she was not in his line of sight but having found this gun she ran into his line of sight i mean i think that it it, it shows a certain amount of like assertiveness as a heroine right but uh, without the checking the bullets like i feel like yes get the gun great idea then you check the bullets then you run out good attack. advice thank you jordan <laughs> Duly, like I was du- duly noted. I, I was so aggravated that she did that. I'm willing like, to give no. her a pass because she's having a bad day. Oh, is that Prom a night terrible is hard day? For a lot of people. Very difficult. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, then we we sort of we go through an extended uh, chase sequence here, which is which is kind of fun. She jumps out a window, uh, as, out as a window. you do. She jumps out a window, uh, and she jumps out a window, and uh, Leatherface follows her out the window, and we have a yeah. See, the, things change. Yeah, she yeah. jumps out a window onto a roof. That's not what normally happens, right? And she he comes out with her. That's comes out with her, happens. and he finds a fake chimney, and he starts whacking away at the fake chimney. <laughs> 
Yeah, for no I, reason. I, I definitely, I, I, I clocked that. I was like, that's not a real chimney. And as soon as he started swinging, I was like, yep, not a real chimney. It's just like <laughs> foam bricks start fall, falling off the thing. Uh, she uh, decides not to like jump off the building, but she likes decides to start climbing the, the antenna, which she does, which is kind of fun. <laughs> I kind of enjoy that she's climbing like this radio antenna, the TV antenna. And she gets to the top of it. And of course, Leatherface is like, I'm done with this chimney now. I'm going to start swinging away at the antenna. And she leaps onto a telephone wire and she starts like shimmying across this telephone wire. (laughs) You can see the harness, by the way. I don't know if you saw that, but you can can, can totally see her safety harness as she's like, she's climbing across a little carabiner and everything. Uh, But she's shimmying across. And of course, Leatherface cuts the wire and she falls straight down into a greenhouse. This poor family, Leatherface knocked out their TV and their phone now. And their fake chimney. And their fake chimney. And the window and a door. Well, she broke the window. Yes. Yeah. But it's it wouldn't have happened if Leatherface wasn't chasing her upstairs. Like, come on. Um, But so so she then like falls into a greenhouse and she's like, all right, I'm going to get out of here. And she starts running. And we get the split second shot of Leatherface like bursting through that greenhouse window. Uh, which I felt to me like that should have been a longer shot, but it cuts away immediately, which makes me think something went horribly wrong. And they're like, all right, we'll use the <laughs> second that we actually can use there. Maybe. Yeah. So then she runs off and guess what? She gets all the way. She, she must she have a nice lead all on the him. way back. Yeah. Well, all the way back to Darla's office. She is the Tom Cruise of this movie. So she gets to Darla's office. She begs for help. And again, this is very similar scene. Yeah, we know this where this is, is going. Scene. She uh, goes out. Darla goes outside and is like, no, there's nothing out there. Everything's fine. Uh, everything's totally fine. Uh, hey. Uh, and so then W.E. shows up. Yep. And 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 uh, and has has brought a plastic bag with him, which is kind <laughs> of a funny to earlier. Earlier, there was a super stupid jump scare uh, oh, that yeah. we did not talk about where Jenny gets scared by a plastic bag. Yes. Um, which would, yeah, exactly. Which maybe be like, wait, did this come out before or after American Beauty? And I think it's, I think it's, uh, before American Beauty. Yeah, before, before. <laughs> that, this is what it was based on. Clearly, is it clearly based on how beautiful this plastic bag was. Um, so, but it seems like it's a callback to that because We has shown up with a with a with a with garbage a gunny, with a, yeah, with a garbage bag, uh, and they just and Darla's yeah, Dar- like, what? Like he says something very funny here, and I forget it's some like funny turn of phrase, but now I don't remember what it is. Um, but he uh, they tie her up and they put put the plastic bag on her, and uh, they put her in the trunk. And Darla orders pizza. Yep. This well, act- she says she says tell, to tell Vilmer that she's going to go get pizza. Go get pizza, pizza. exactly. Like she she does this very. This movie does the banality of evil thing that I kind of wanted them to be doing in the third movie, right? Where it, the, the where that family was polite and doing things, but then also wasn't doing anything too evil. Like this, at least, are they're kind of contrasting? Yeah, we're going to shove you in a trunk, but also we're going to get pizza, and this actually <laughs> le- leads to actually. This is probably my favorite sequence in the movie where they actually go to get the pizza. Um, well, that's be- a little bit later, but yeah, sure. Go no, ahead. well, or it's, it's very soon. Is it? Okay, well, go ahead. Tell, tell um, it. No, it's right now. Okay. That yeah, no, 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 no. It's, it's right now because uh, uh, this is where they, like, she goes to go pick up the pizza and uh, 
it's it's why I like it is because it's it's that thing where she feels like she's so close to safety and normal right, life right, is happening right. all around but she's shoved in a trunk and is about to be in taken back to madness right right so she's like you get a taste of like and they kind of up that a lot here there's like kids who are just like coming from a softball game or a baseball game or whatever and are like in their uniform getting pizza like it's just their cops coming up behind her like one cop wants and the pizza person hears her and he's like hey you got something in your trunk and she's like oh i bet i do right like but like plays it off like a joke in darla's very good at apparently just sort of dissuading people from like or like disarming people or using her like charms to sort of like a you know put them off right um and so she's like oh but she does go and go to the back uh and uh, what mean? Jenny just needs a hole in the in the in the plastic bag, right? So she tears a hole for the plastic bag, and she has the trunk open, and she's talking to Jenny. And a police car pulls up behind them, and one of the police officers wants to hit on her. Apparently, yeah. well, right? she's got those new boobs, right? Which everybody knows about, and actually, like, gets out of the car, and like she closes it just in time for the police officer to come by and like say a few words, and she kind of blows him off or whatever. And I, I just kind of, kind of, kind of like it. And there's a quiet moment where she's like driving, like right after this with the pizzas, and uh, and like the car, like the cop car pulls up beside them, and they sort of like it's all kind of green light. It's a nice little movie moment. So, yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, that, that's like the last bit of normalcy before some more horrible things happen, and it gets yeah. weird, and it gets and it gets super weird. So, all right, so they 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 get in the car and they drive back to the house. And they find Heather just lying in the middle of the road. <laughs> yeah. Yes. This is why I was so confused. And I was like, did I m- like, miss something? Well, what no, happened? no. Clearly she got off her hook. Like she has and a then, huge hole in her back where the hook used to be. And she uh, got away. And she, she got away. And, and nobody's coming after her to go find her or whatever. Yeah, no, not yeah, right now. Not everything is saying. But then, then Darla hits her very, very gently with the stick for some reason. Just like, just taps her with the stick just to make sure she's not like, like, I guess, I don't know. I, I have no idea why she taps her with the stick. It's a very gentle tap. Um, and then, then, then they just, uh, they, they go, they go back, back to the house and they bring Jenny into the house and they bring the pizza into the house. Uh, and, uh, and Vilmer is there. We haven't even mentioned that Vilmer has a cyborg leg. Oh yeah, because it's oh. Speaking of yes, speaking of weird references to other movies, right? We, this um, is now referencing the last movie in which Leatherface had a, had a, like a mechanical knee brace, but it wasn't a was cyborg, it like this? No. It wasn't like a cyborg leg. No, no, this like, is a cybernetic leg. He literally uh, has television remote controls that he uses to control it, and is like, which is asking weird about like what. Like, why didn't you recharge my batteries? Yeah, I need I need batteries for my 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 remotes. Um, it's very weird, and I like like up to now, obviously, it has not been relevant, but it has been visible. Like we've seen it every time. Yeah, we've, we we we've just haven't it. mentioned it because it's just like a weird bit of like physical business that that he has on his leg. Um, 
it's weird that there are remote controls that control his leg for some reason. I don't know why you would need that, but 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 there you go. This is also when uh, WE comes in and says, like, look at what your brother did to this door, um, yes. which I can't. And he just like, Filmer just takes the door and like throws it off in the corner. Um, I mean, I, I this is what happens when you live with Leatherface. Yes, very much right. so. He, he much will so. ruin your house. And again, now they don't, they don't even know they don't have television anymore. Um, uh, so, uh, definitely, uh, so again, Vilmer is like super mad about what happened. I don't, I don't remember why exactly. I mean, he's always mad, right? Right. He's, he's irritable. And like, like there's a whole bunch of things with, uh, with Darla where Darla doesn't take any shit from any of them. Right. Is is constantly sort just of. sort sort of. But like is constantly being like, don't don't mess with me or you'll be, you know, be sorrier than the day you were born. Or it's like you're going to live to regret it if you talk back to me. Don't talk to me that way. Right. Very much like 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 giving them as good as she gets. Although also we did leave out that she she very frequently has uh, talked about how Vilmer isn't is a softy. Right. Like, how nice he is. Like, 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 oh, like, don't, you know, when, when you see that guy in the truck, like he'll, he'll, like, he might seem like a hard, hard guy, but he's not really like, just, you know, make sure, you know, you tell him I sent you or something like that. Or like that. He's not, he's not as bad as he seems. He'll, you're going to be fine. I mean, they're Uh, clearly, I mean, they're in a relationship. She left her husband for Vilmer. Yeah. And it's unclear because other points, I think they refer to them as being married. Um, and maybe, or at least, at least, at least they, at least they are together. Um, but so at this point they bring in Heather and, uh, this for, for whatever reason, there's a brief moment where, uh, Vilmer says that he's in the mood for love and then he bites her face. It's unclear what he's doing, but then he comes up and uh, it looks like maybe he was making out with her, but then he comes up and he has just like blood all over his face. So I'm assuming he yeah, bit off some portion of the face or like in it, some capacity, yeah, some, some, some capacity. But now, uh, Jordan, I'd like you to uh, give a, a description of what happens with the girl talk scene, <laughs> which happens next, because now Darla and Jenny get to have an intimate moment together. Well, do you remember this? This is the part where she introduces. uh, Well, this is the part where me as a viewer, I just think, oh, Darla's just insane insane or has been lied to or has been convinced of something. Right, right. Because she starts talking about, again, about how, uh, you know, she doesn't understand Vilmer. She doesn't she doesn't understand. But he's just so stressed out. His job, his job is so stressful. And his job is that, well, who does he work for? Well, like, you know how, like, there's, like, a secret organization of people who decides how the world's going to go. You know, like an Illuminati. Right. Illuminati Um, wrecking. It's really on the nose. uh, Right. He works for them. And I think she says he killed. Did she say well, he did, like, killed? Like, you, like, like, who do you think killed JFK? And she go, and Jenny goes, the government? Well, no, not the government. It was them. It was them. Uh, I, I assume that doesn't mean Vilmer. He seems a bit young. No, but it's the, Illumin, the Illumin, yes. Illuminati. Like, this secret organization, apparently, has is... Has, is, runs the world, and that's who employs Vilmer to do whatever Vilmer is doing. 
Yes, and now again, I am absolutely struck me as a lie when I heard it. I was just like, I was like, oh, this is some bullshit that Vilmer has fed Darla, and Darla has somehow bought that Vilmer is important and connected to the shadowy organization, and is doing a thing that is similar to Heather's mom, which is staying with Vilmer for the lifestyle. Right, right. Like it, it, it's. And I think the movie wants us to think that. I don't think the movie expects us to take her at her word. Right. Um, like, cause, cause it's easy to, again, these people have been demonstrably shown to be crazy. So, uh, to be, to be, you know, so, so the idea that she's living under this delusion, honestly, whether he told it as a lie or he also is living under this delusion, honestly, like it could have gone either way, but like, right. It's like, oh, yeah, this is totally believable. Nothing about this breaks uh, w- what you think is happening yet. No, but yeah. also, in addition, the, the the big part of the scene is also that uh, Darla has a dress that she would like uh, Jenny to wear. That would be perfect for her. And yep. her dress, which is, again, it's always bad news in a movie if somebody already has clothes for you to wear. <laughs> that is never a good sign. There's never like, oh. I mean, unless you're in like a rom-com, but even then, then it's going to be something like creepy, like a pretty woman or something. We're like, I want you to wear this. <laughs> um, so she, yeah. she goes unconscious again. I forget who how she gets knocked out. Um, but like uh, everybody's back in the kitchen again. Right. So now we're back in the kitchen and now we. Now, her, now the dress is on her. Now the d- dress is on her. And now everybody just starts arguing, right? There's a lot of arguing that happens. Like Darla says something and uh, Vilmer is mad about it. And it's just a lot of sort of scuffling and yelling. This is similar to like previous amounts yeah. of like scuffling and yelling that we've heard in apparently. Back to the, the original. That's a, Back hall, to closer that's to a the hallmark original. of the Texas Chainsaw movies is insane uh, Robert Altman-esque family squabbling in which there's yeah. overlapping dialogue. Uh, yeah. And everybody's- But we're back to the good version again. Yeah. The third one. Exactly. Right. This this, this is better. But uh, Jenny takes advantage of the fact that everybody's arguing to grab a yes. shotgun that is, just, that is just lying there and is just like, Give and like making a good, good, honest try of just like, all right, everybody, shut up and put your hands on your head, or I'm gonna shoot all of you. And I believe that she'll do it, right? I think she does a yeah. good job oh, of, yeah. of selling this that she is nervous, but she means it, and she is she is actually a woman of action and, and would actually shoot them. Um, and she and everybody's kind of like taking her seriously, and then like Vilmer is sort of like half doing it, but also like doing that dance of like, uh, oh, but I don't think you're really going to do it. Are you sure there's bullets in the thing, right? And, and then, but she does actually fire and it goes click, click, and then he snatches out of her hands because it, it, it doesn't no. go off. But It goes click. It was click. It was click once. Yes, exactly. Yeah. It goes click once, uh, but then uh, he, then Vilmer grabs it, fires it, and the other one does go off. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, and and he starts howling like a wolf, like he is just like, like, uh, full, like full on, like drunk with the notion that he has cheated death, right? That his fortune is so good that he is alive, and he is just like howling. I think, like, I think during the part where they're arguing about whether or not she's going to do it, Darla even says like. 
if if he, if he left that shotgun like he he left like, it somewhere where you, you can get it like you, it was yeah this purpose. part of part of part of the plan exactly this is part of the plan like it's again but it's still unclear was no. it no because 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 then there's a bullet in it right she could have fired twice and just murdered him <laughs> <laughs> but i don't i don't know that that's again i don't know that he wouldn't do that it, it is definitely this movie functions on a lot of chaos rules Right. Yeah. Like you, you cannot actually make uh, those determinations about intentionality because it just is just like a bunch of chaos. Speaking of chaos, Jenny then immediately tears out of there and runs out of the house. Like she like this is the thing. They kind of like uh, have her on a like on a metaphorical string and are just like, like let, let it, let it run for a little bit. And then they pull her back. Right. They let her go up and just like have a conversation with Darla. She is allowed to run outside and get in the car and drive. But then Vilmer like leaps out of the second floor window onto the car and she crashes for dinner. No, this is, this is here. This is here. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, So this is the thing. This, it keeps going back and forth. Like the plot is not straightforward in terms of this thing. No. Now she gets kind of, kind of kind of brought back in and it's almost time for dinner, but not before Leatherface has uh, has a, a lovely romantic moment with himself. Oh, right. I I I mean, it's weird to say I forgot this even happens, but like so much of the other stuff that happens in this movie is so much more compelling. Um, yeah. This is where this is where that happens. Um, More fun with gender in this movie. So we, we've mentioned uh, in the first movie uh, the whole thing of Leatherface uh, dressing, taking on the role woman. of the mother, right? Essentially, right. in that final dinner sequence. Well, in this part, he ta- takes on the role of like the the, the sexy lady, um, or as close as he can 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 come with skin over his face not only his face he also has skin over his chest where he has taken the bosoms of a lady and placed them over himself as well and it's he's wearing like kind of a low-cut shirt and in a mirror of the beginning sequence with uh with jenny putting on lipstick he is now very sexily applying lipstick and he's listening to a record and the record is specially recorded for this movie by debbie harry (laughs) and robert jack's who is playing Leatherface. They collaborated Amazing. on this song and this, there was no soundtrack released for this movie, but they released this as a CD single. Uh, is it good? It, you heard it in the movie. I don't remember it. It, it. it sounds like an Edith Piaf song or something like that. It's a, like he's playing it on an old like Victrola or something like a, it's a, it's like a, it's like a 78 record that he is listening to. Uh, but yeah, this is what they released was the Debbie Harry from Blondie and Leatherface sing like a play this song. I don't think Leatherface sings in this. No. Speaking of Leatherface singing, what we have not talked about is Leatherface is whining in this entire film. Every time he's running around, he is making a weird noise with his mouth. He's just like, Aah! oh yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, more so, more pronounced, I think, than than in any other time. Uh, for sure. Yeah. For sure. He is getting, like I said, he's getting like worse and worse. And, and like, as you point out, less effective because he only killed the one person in this film. Um, and not even with the chainsaw. Not even with the chainsaw. So, so he. But he's, he's up, dressing when, for when, dinner is what's happening. Right. When people have asked about this, like, it sounds like 
the intent here has was that Leatherface, uh, like at on some level, takes on some aspects of the person whose face he's wearing. Yeah, but like, let's be real. That's no, not. I don't, I don't think that's, 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 that's not that's, really what. Like, yeah, that's not the defining characteristic of Leatherface. Is not that he's a personality chameleon, and also that's not how skin works. Well, <laughs> that's not how skin works. But he could have been a personality chameleon. I mean, again, it's also this also is nothing like uh, any of the other masks we've ever seen him wear because this one is made with well, a lot more care. It looks much more like a rubber mask also than any of well, the other it, ones. Because it is. But, well, the other ones are all but, real. But, <laughs> no, but I mean, the other ones, the other ones all, like, as we pointed out, they have, like, the jagged edges around the eyes nice. and around the mouth. Because he, like, we've seen him in other films. Yeah, just cut it cut out with scissors. Off. Yeah. Like, he just rips these things off of people. This one... Uh, I'm trying to remember the uh, I think the eyes and the yeah, mouth. It looks both. a lot more like, like the Michael Myers mask, honestly. Yeah, yeah. Like he, he it, it because it, because it wants him to look like creepily close de- to yeah, being I mean, a woman. I mean, I feel like it, it. This is the one where like I definitely gave it a pass in the first one because it felt like they didn't linger or push on it or being like, oh, the reason Leatherface is scary is because he has transgressive uh, gender ideas. Right. This definitely felt like it was leaning into, oh, this is another. Oh, isn't it kooky that he likes to dress like a woman? Right. This felt more like it had that kind of point of view, like a bit of a transphobic point of view in the way that yeah. it was selling it. Uh, much more so than in any of the other movies, even where he's been in like wearing a woman's face. That has not been the case. Um, you definitely got the sense, though, that he was definitely like, look at me. I actually feel pretty in this. Um, I mean, I felt this movie, I feel like more than any other movie, Leatherface is an abused child. And this is his private space where he gets to be himself away from like the pressures of his family. So I kind of see that there's some, there is sympathy in the scene, but I think there is some like, uh, look at this. Isn't this weird element to it, especially in like for when the movie was made, I don't know how progressive <laughs> this was supposed to no. be. Yeah, no, for sure. For sure. It, it, it doesn't age great. Uh, this part, this bit, this bit, let's call no. it. Yeah. I would say Ace Ventura is still more transphobic <laughs> than this movie. Yeah, sure. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. But I mean, and because again, the people in the movie don't make a big deal about it no. at all. No, not at all. No, no, um, no whatsoever. Um, so but yeah. It, yeah, anyway. But but all right. So it is basically time for dinner, and we know it's time for dinner. A because Leatherface is getting dressed, but B because uh, uh, Dar Darla is heating up pizza in the uh, pizza in, in 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 the oven to get it heated back up again, and also violently making out with Vilmer. <laughs> Uh, in a like we're gonna fight but also make out and then we're gonna fight and then we're gonna make out and then they swan into the dining room uh and now it is time for the other hallmark of every texas chainsaw movie which is it's time for dinner in in... breakfast because really like these scenes all seem to take place at dawn yeah yeah it's much like uh same with a same with rocky horror picture show like they have dinner in apparently the middle of the night uh 
middle of the so. night dinner I can get behind, but the fact that the li- it's it suddenly becomes light once people escape means that dinner is happening at five in the morning or six in the morning, depending on. But it's super weird. But so they've stayed. This is a slightly different dinner. Uh, it's staged with uh, not just family, but just other random dead corpses that they that they that they've killed relatively yep. recently uh one of whom is definitely alive uh there's the girl closest to the camera uh in in, in like the the blonde like ponytail or whatever who in the when you shoot from behind she is 100 percent moving <laughs> she is she is absolutely 100 percent alive and moving in her chair i was like you had one job your one job is to be dead and you are not doing it what happened to heather uh heather is just lying about uh, she is at the table uh, with her like face down uh, at the table. She is not conscious. Jenny in a previous scene tried to get her to like right before she like went to go flee. She was right. like, no, 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 you got to get up. You got to get up. I got to get out of here. And uh, Jenny left and Heather was just like, I got I, I can't. I'm just going to lie here. I got to I got to lie down. So she's also joining at the, at the table. Right. OK. Uh, so. uh Jenny actually like is getting mad at this point. She's just yeah. like she is liter- and like not mad because she just because of what they're doing but because it's like if you're going to kill me, kill me already. What is this bullshit that you keep doing? Right? Like like if you're going to kill me, do it or otherwise just shit or get off the pot. Oh, I forgot to mention one thing. Do you yeah. do you remember what uh Vilmer says when he comes into the dining room? No. All right, all right, all right. Oh, yes, I did remember that. I did remember that. <laughs> he does say it. He does I was, say I it. was so sad when you told me that Dazed and Confused came up before this because I was really yeah. hoping that this was going to be the origin of All Right, All Right, All Right, but apparently no, not. Sorry. Apparently, we're going to import it from Dazed and Confused straight into this movie. Uh, it became clearly Matthew McConaughey's catchphrase. Um, um, but the, we, we skipped earlier and it's not super important, but we skipped the, the part where he was randomly saying to her, give me one reason why I, I not, not to kill you. Give me one reason not to kill That's you. That's right. And he was holding a knife and he was counting down. And to, she said, yeah. because you don't want to kill me. Because you have a reason to keep me alive. You have a reason to keep me alive. And it's, and he goes, That's a good oh, yeah. answer. That is good and answer. it's like, what? <laughs> what no no i don't i'm asking you to give me one okay but it worked it worked yeah but she she is so angry that she actually slaps a vilmer twice in the face yeah Yeah. and she yells at leatherface to shut up and sit down and he does like she clearly is like i can take control of the situation in in a way and she and, and and she and she does uh, and, and she has that, like, she's like, no, and, and like, and Vilmer goes to like grab a book out of the bookshelf, some like ancient tome or something. And she's like, uh, uh-uh. uh, like nobody believes any of this bullshit except your idiot girlfriend. Uh, and Vilmer then gets mad at her, but he hits W E in the head with a club and knocks him out. Uh, and then they set Heather on fire. Right. They set Heather on fire and then like Darla like fire extinguishes her. And so this is where Heather ends up. Heather ends up in the corner, just like on the floor, on the on the ground. And this will be relevant in a second, because now we get to the batchet crazy part. Yes. What I... do we see? What do we see, Jordan? We see a limo 
a limo pulls up pulls outside up. the house and uh, uh, the 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 limo driver and which is uh, like a, a lurch like limo driver a, a giant limo driver lets in this guy uh lets out this guy and and he comes in and he's like a businessman he's wearing a nice suit yeah uh and he tells them that they're not doing their jobs that they're, correctly. That, they're that they're fucking up right yeah exactly and it's like like and he has a line line to matthew mccann who's like is that what you want me to think that you're a silly boy. Yes, yes. It uh, is, and he says, "No, your job is to show people the meaning, meaning of, of horror. horror," which is a little meta at this point, right? Like yes. we're definitely getting into like Cabin in the Woods territory. Yeah, where, yes, we mentioned Cabin in the Woods as yeah. another movie that got put on a shelf for for two years. Yeah, but like we're we're in that territory of horror tropes are really just people pulling strings in order to teach life lessons or for, for like other motives besides just murder that the murder absolutely. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. The the murder is supposed to be like a, like the, it's supposed to be some like transcendence, right? Yes. Yeah. Because he says it's supposed to be a religious experience. Um, He, Oh, but just in case you think, He's a savior or a normal oh, no. guy. No, no. He like, yeah, she, no, you, she, she wants she wants him to like be like, oh, you're so, so glad you're here. Please save me. Nobody's gonna save her. He unbuttons his shirt. Yep. And there's like three horizontal piercings and a bunch of scarification on his yes. stomach. Yes. Like seeming like some sort of ritual looking ritual looking thing. Like it looks like, it looks as if he would like, if there were three nipples across like his abdomen and then you put little like bull rings through them. And but then, I don't like, think they're some, nipples. I think they're just no, supposed to they're be. They're not, skin. right? They're not. Yeah. But yeah, exactly. But it looks kind of like that. And then there's some like looks like some like ink and scarification or something. Mm-hmm. And then he straight up like licks Jenny in the face. Yeah, just big old. Just, but just like like licks face. her like all over the face. Uh, and then then he leaves. He like buttons up and he gets out of there. And Vilmer is so angry that he does that he. He goes over and stands on Heather's head until it just pops like a balloon. Oh, yeah. That was really nasty. That yeah. might have been gory. No, but we don't no, see it. because it's all sound. It's You're all sound. Right. It's all sound. It's it's like the scene in Drive where uh, in the elevator. Did you ever see Drive? I did. It's been. I forgot it. Where he just like, like you don't see anything, but he basically just like keeps stomping on a guy's head until the mm-hmm. sound effect changes. And you're like, oh, that's terrible. <laughs> Like he just like mushed a guy's head. Um, so, and Vilmer loses his mind now, right? He starts like slicing himself all over his body. He's just like howling. Uh, and Jenny is like, all right, this is because they never tie Jenny up. No. Jenny is never tied up. She never, is always no. just That's like, why she can sit, slap him. During she's dinner, just yeah. always sitting in a chair. And she yeah. like takes off running and she like tries to break out of a window, but of course there's boards all over the window. Yeah. Um, and 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 Vilmer drags her back down into the dining room and be like, all right, Leatherface, it's time to kill her. And Leatherface can't do it here either. He's just like swinging his chainsaw around. It doesn't even get close. And as I think like Darla and like Vilmer are fighting or something and they and they drops the remote control 
and this is this is ostensibly comedy right i I think theoretically if i was in a room with other people i might laugh at this i don't tend to laugh at things when i'm it's just me uh but she starts hitting the remote control and his leg just starts going bananas yes she takes control so to speak of his robot Uh leg and is making it freak out absolutely yeah and and so she uses this to like uh like 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 run out onto the road right so so now of course it's bright daylight it is 100% like easily like nine in the morning, whatever it's this didn't. Yeah, yeah, exactly. This pizza has been sitting around for a long time. <laughs> well, that's why she had to reheat it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, oh, there was a scene earlier where, and we just want to note this, that Matthew McConaughey spit a whole bunch of pizza in, in Renee Zellweger's face. Yeah, that was gross. That was gross. So th- th- this is a weird, strange, truncated, like third act climax that happens here. Right. This is this a is, lot of shit happens real fast. A lot of shit. So we're, I'm just going to say it as fast as it happens. She sure. runs. She runs out into in, in into the road. There's an RV coming down the road where the drivers are drinking giant Bloody Marys for some reason. Yeah. Um, because I guess it's morning and brunch time, and she's running, and they're like, "Oh, there's a girl running running here," uh, and they let her in, but then Leatherface is running right behind her and chasing after her, still Le- dressed as still the woman. dressed dressed as yeah, right. It's, when would he, he had had time to change? Well, sure. I just it it, it just it's when you say it that way, it's easy to imagine, right? That is classic Leatherface, yes. right? Right. Now it's Lady Leatherface, um, and and the the RV drives away, but not before uh, the uh, wrecking car comes up immediately behind behind them, uh, and uh, like basically like crashes with the RV and forces tips the RV out, and then it crashes, flips over. Uh, Jenny climbs out of the RV on top of it and like Leatherface is like running around at the bottom of it. She like climbs down and starts to run. There's a plane that we've previously established, a yellow like crop duster plane or something that's been flying around and we don't know why it's there. Uh, And then so she's running. uh, Vilmer is running behind her like all the way in the back. Leatherface is right behind Jenny. The plane comes really low down and just goes... And just like mushes Vilmer, right? Just like yeah, in the propeller right or something, head. right through the head. We don't know who this plane is or why it's here or why it came down and mushed, mushed Vilmer. Maybe it's part of the Illuminati. Yeah, like, I think that, that seems to maybe, be the Maybe suggestion. that's the implication that it has to do with this like guy, the three piercing guy that, 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 came, that came in. Uh, and Leatherface is just like distraught over this. And then Jenny runs straight over to the limo that is that is that is there, and she gets inside, and it's the same guy from the earlier in the house, and he's like, oh, "I'm not going to kill you. I'll take you to the hospital." Yeah, yeah, no, because because he's because again, <laughs> he's like, "I'm really sorry about yeah, this. This is not like, the way I wanted it to go. This was this was supposed to be a spiritual experience. Was this supposed to be like a like a home haunt? Is that what he wanted? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I, I, I. I, again, I, I, it's hard not to see this character as being meta and that, that it's like criticizing the the way that the series has changed, right? Uh, is that what's intended? I have no idea. I mean, I guess, but the rest of the movie is just like everything else. Like, it's just another Texas Chainsaw movie in a lot of other ways. Like, it's not that different that you're well, like, oh, it totally reinvented the genre or the movie. No, no, I might... think <clears throat> in the world where this is a criticism, it would be like, no, yeah, they did he they had to do the exact normal thing that these do in order to say that's not- <laughs> I mean I guess 
but we we have one more meta moment coming yes. up, right? Yes, it gets because it gets. So he does take her to the hospital. He yeah. does take her to the hospital because we cut to. Uh, She's just there at the hospital with like a hospital, like an orderly of some sort. Uh. Well, she's talking to, I think, a cop, right? Yeah, something. Yeah. Or am I wrong? It, I, yeah, so something. Well, because like that. there's two. There's a dub. This is a two people in this scene. From. Yeah. Okay. Uh, long story short, she's talking to and t- telling about what happened, and they're going, uh, "Sure, you're telling me this happened. Uh, that sounds pretty uh, out- unbelievable. Are you sure you want to go with that story?" Because you know what will happen if you go with that story. And they wheel by a person who, in the credits of the film, apparently, is credited as Patient on Gurney. Anonymous. Uh, who is Marilyn Burns. Marilyn Burns from, the first, from Sally from the first Sally movie. Right. Which I did not recognize her. I had to be like, no. that clearly is supposed to mean something. And I don't know what it is. So I had to go like look it up. And I was like, oh, okay. Right. Like, cause they give each other right. meaningful looks on that gurney. Right. She's like wide eyed and like staring and, and they kind of like walk out into like a big white light. And like, you hear that the cop being like, what they saying? Like, what the hell is going on here? Do you know her? Do you, do you know who that is? Um, and yes. So, and, and, and what is, so what does that mean? Um, it means that at least one of the narrations is not true. Or that's not her, <laughs> or like it's so unclear. Like obviously, the implication for us who have all this information, it's supposed to be like if you stick with that story, you'll be considered crazy. Crazy, and... or that that's the that's what happens with the transcendent experiences. They've been wanting to them to have transcendent experiences, but it turns out it actually was so intense that it totally like ruined her for life. Mm, that's possible too. So I guess right? there's and a they, lot of interpretations here. Well, there must they, be an they, article. They let's see. Let's see. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> Texas Chainsaw. Texas uh, Chainsaw Massacre 4. Think Peace. Massacre. Uh, Next Generation. Ending Explained. Let's see if I can find that. That must be a thing. Um, you know, when they explain an ending. No, oh, sure. Uh, and really it, explain they just it. tell you it. Well, <laughs> well, yeah, but they don't have any more information than we do. Like that, regardless of what an article is going to tell you, that is a confusing, obtuse ending, right? What the hell what was the ending of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre Next Generation about? Okay, that's not an explainer. It's that's a, just a, that's asking. just an Ask Jeeves. It is. It is. Uh, oh, so, but here's the thing. Apparently, the guy pushing the cart okay. was the guy who played Franklin. Oh, that must be a cameo, though, as opposed to a like it's supposed to be Franklin, because Franklin is not alive in any universe and not walking. <laughs> no, no, it's clearly just like a like like a cake cameo thing. So, but uh. like, but again, sort of. So is hers because a it's been established that she's dead, and b they don't even call. Well, but they her also that. established in the narr- they established in the narration that she is dead, right? And they've established but the in the narration, narration is part of the movie, man. And they were established, yes, exactly. But also that there somebody was arrested and charged with the crime, and then this one totally negates that, right? So I don't trust anything I read in these narrations. These narrations, the very first one says it's based on a true story, not actually it based, on, based on a true story. It doesn't. Doesn't it? It says it's based on actual events. Excuse me. So, 
I'm so sorry. But that is a that is a lie as well. I mean, I guess it's based on actual events insofar as any movie is based on things that happen in the world. Yes, exactly. Uh-huh. Very true. Uh-huh. Very true. And well, like they in, actually in the filmed that Star events. Wars is based on World War II. I get it. Well, and also like they were like, do some things and we'll film it. And those were actual things they did. I guess it did happen so they could actually <laughs> film it. Based on the true filming. Oh my God. So I am so so we've just this a wrinkle of the Texas Chainsaw family being part of the Illuminati is a weird big swing. I appreciate that they do it. I somehow doubt that we're ever going to see this again. Well, it certainly seems like a like a series ender. Right. Kind of idea. Yeah. Right. Being like, oh, that's what this was whole thing was about. And you're like, okay. And like the thorn cult, so like like over in over in Halloween, like the kind of thing where they well, now you've introduced that. Does anybody want a movie about that? And I don't know that the answer is yes. Although maybe. maybe, Well, it's like the Jurassic series that says like, no, actually, we were going to lean super heavy into genetic engineering. Is that what you want? No, we actually just wanted dinosaurs in a park and just do that over and over again. Which is, I'm not sure what I, that's what I wanted either. It turns out maybe that movie series should have been one movie. Um, oh. <laughs> man, hot, hot take. Um, here, here's something I, I, I did, was doing a little research on this. And apparently uh, Kim Henkel later made a unofficial yes, uh, sequel that. called Butcher Boys in like 2012, which picks up apparently some of this thread as well. Um, about like can like a cannibalistic gang of some sort. So it's, it's considered sort of like unofficially part of the same sort of like a uh, thread. So, but they're not even cannibals in this. Movie. I know here they just love pizza. <laughs> they are they are more like ninja turtles in this movie than they are uh, than they are cannibals. Yeah, exactly. I love it. Yeah. I love it. So I, I I though I appreciate if they didn't do that, this movie would be very much like. Every single other movie in the series, like they, they've sort of decided that we have one plot and we're going to go with this one plot over and over and over again. And I do appreciate that Illuminati has come in here to mess it up just a little bit, though it really is just at the very end and to very little consequence. But also, also, once again, I do want to point out you're generalizing a little too much. I, I am. But the, two is different. It has a different plot Two, two, sure. It then, but it does have a dinner scene. But it, yeah. other than that, it has a different plot. Right. It, it, it is a little bit more active protagonist trying to find like more of a detective story. Yeah. And a record. It's a record. Store, store. A record yeah. No, I mean, a radio station. Anyway. Um, but again, this was a really enjoyable movie. Uh, I really no, I Okay. That yeah. might be going too far. No, but it was fun. Yes, I, I had I, a good time. I'm glad I I watched it. I would, I'm not glad I watched the third one. No, I, I I could see myself watching this again just for Matthew McConaughey and Renee Zellweger, who are clearly movie stars. Yeah, right. They're clearly stars in this movie. It's you they don't have that to X imagine factor. It. It's true. I mean, it's it, they 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 have that. Uh, it's not quite Bella Lugosi in uh, uh, Plan Nine from Outer Space, but it. But uh, you're right, right? You get they get, they enhance the film by their very being in it and elevate it uh, in a way that Viggo Mortensen did not. Did not. No. Did not. Did not. Didn't no, pull it off. No. I mean, I, if you want to watch a Matthew McConaughey origin story, this is good as any. Yeah, it was a good time. Yeah. Um, 
so but which is good because you remember obviously right before the movie we were so we had that moment where we lived in the in the hope because we were also kind of convinced it was going to be terrible because it was going to end the franchise yeah it wasn't it it ended the franchise because it made one hundred fifty eight thousand dollars and they basically barely released it right right they, because they, they barely sort of released it on it they, they they gave it nothing it is but, a better movie than three it's maybe not as like they might the, three probably had a bigger budget and might have even had better like technical s- s- stuff but this is a better movie yeah and 100 percent agree um, I'm, I was happy it was going that way because it, uh, if it would just went down, 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 I was going to be, it, it is a weird thing that like how unsuccessful so many of the entries so far have been in the series, like financially, mm-hmm. where it's just like they had one that was a mega successful and then they're desperately trying to get back on the horse and not being able to do it. Yeah. And that's why, and again, it, it, it always, that's why it always takes so long for them to do another one. So when was this movie? When did this movie it filmed it was filmed in like 94 it's copyrighted 94 uh and then it doesn't get it it gets released in 27 theaters in 1997 so 1997 so do you know when the next one comes out oh god when does the next one come out 2003 which is only like six years later um yeah, but again, you're saying six years from when it came right, out. Right, but 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 maybe it was it's in development. Ten into, years, from ten when years. They made yeah, it. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, I mean, oh, 2003. I mean, we're deep into like that's like horror remake territory right well, there. This is, I think, this is the one that this, started it all. Is it really? I remember seeing this trailer, um, and I remember actually really enjoying this trailer when it came out. Um, if if I'm correct, it's the one with the song to the siren uh, by this mortal coil as the soundtrack. And I remember seeing it in the theater and being like, oh, that's cool. I'm going to go uh, not on Napster at that point. I think it was Audio Galaxy. I went on Audio Galaxy and downloaded it. That's really that's really funny. I don't know. I don't remember the trailer. So you're probably right. I still listen to that song all the time just because of this trailer. That's really funny. So, but I guess we'll revisit that trailer next week. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I, I th- let me let me check if this is the one that started it all. Um, the one when was that the, started it all. When was the Friday the Thirteenth remake? That was two thousand nine. Oh, uh, yeah, you're right. I think this is the one that, the, the, like the the real big. Let's reboot the everything. The yeah, yeah the the main franchises. Um, and this is the first one I ever saw. The next one, so. Um, right. I look forward to watching it again and, and seeing if it holds up because I haven't seen it since it was in the theaters. All right. Well, I'm, I'm excited. Maybe we'll, get, maybe we'll get back to basics with a story about a bunch of teens that get lost in the woods and then they get <laughs> uh, like uh, picked off one by one by a crazy cannibalistic family and then they have dinner together. It sounds possible. Well, we'll see what happens. <laughs> Uh, all right well we've been we've been talking about this for way too long but i've I've really enjoyed this discussion for some reason me Um, too no it it was a fun movie yeah it wasn't again it's not a great movie it's not a perfect movie but it's a very fun movie in in that in that friday the 13th kind of way where it's like this is all in good fun 
Yeah, exactly. Have, 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 have a nice time with it. Exactly. Not like the first one, which made me want to go, like, you know, take a bath. Um, <laughs> so, all right. Well, without without further ado, then, I think. Yeah, because we'll, there's uh, no speculation to do. It's a remake. No, it's, it's, a re- <laughs> it's a remake. We're just going to go back to square one. I'm excited to see. I'm, I'm guessing the narration is going to be exactly the same as. The you know, only speculation is are we going back to the 70s or are we, gonna, are we updating it for the now? My guess is that we're going to the now. Or that at least we're going to 2003, right. which is, you know, almost 20 years ago. Yeah, that's a long time ago. It's a long time ago. So you think uh, it'll be it'll take place in 2003. Any any other things that you think they'll definitely change? Oh, I'm going to guess this. I'm oh, I oh, here. Here's something that that I almost going to guarantee you is that there's going to be new metal on the soundtrack. There's going to be there's going to be a whole bunch of like sludgy Creed sound alikes that are going to be all over this thing is my guess. Interesting. Yeah. Any uh, other any other changes? Uh this is Platinum Dunes, right? It is. Okay, I'm guessing we're also going to get a bunch of like superimposed color gradients like on the on the t- on the top of the frame so that suddenly for whatever reason the top third of the frame is is like orange or teal. Um which is which, which is reference. It's what all Michael Bay movies look like in 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 the uh, '90s through the early 2000s is like really extreme stupid color grading. Like if you picture the uh, the um, like planes landing in Bad Boys or like any of those scenes where they're like just like orange, uh, I'm guessing there's going to be some really stupid color grading that happens. So that okay. that, that that is my guess. Um, Decent predictions. We'll see well, if they come we'll, true. We'll see what happens. But I can't wait. Um, so uh, without further ado, in that case, uh, Jordan, yes, I appreciate all of the time in hell that we have been spending. Oh, uh, thanks. But I would actually like you right now to go to hell. Oh. Thank you for joining us on the Nature Trail to Hell. This show is produced and edited by Jordan D. White and Stephen Lawrence. Do you have any thoughts, questions, comments, or suggestions for us? Email us at naturetrailpodcast at gmail.com. And remember, Satan eats cheese whiz.